Hi, welcome to episode 18 of the Dimensional Cascade podcast. Um, we have finally moved into the library, so we've gone from the dungeon to the dining room to the library. There are actually books in the library, um, which is, you know, there's, there, was no, there was no torture instruments in the dungeon, which is kind of disappointing. But um, So we have... Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, we have some special guests because Tom has decided to go uh, to go to the East Coast for some reason. I think he's interviewing for jobs out there, which he's dead to me right now. Um, Jesse is is off doing army things or police things. I can never tell which. Uh, police things, things right now. Army things this weekend. Okay, I get confused. Uh, something to do with guns. And uh, so we've invited uh, Riley and Matt to join us. Um, and uh, I will introduce them a little bit later properly. But uh, I've got Ricky with me as well. Hello. And uh, oh my gosh, it's been seven weeks or something like that since we recorded. So yeah, that's why I had to just kind of abandon those, those uh, guys. And, it's, those, it's those ninth at Blues, man. That's what it is. Well, you've tried three or four times. I have tried three or four times to get a podcast <laughs> recorded. And fi- finally, I just said, okay. Who's available? I'm recording. Screw it. And uh, it was a good. It was a good. <laughs> there you go. We are winners by default. So. Winners by default. Yeah. So um, why don't you guys introduce yourself a little bit? Um, I think we're gonna go like we'll 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 get in a lot of depth and, and meaning during the hobby horse section, but uh, just so we know the voice to go with the name. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm Riley. I'm basically American Tom, but I win tournaments instead of you know lose. Okay. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm uh, recently moved back to the Northwest to join these guys. I'm in Seattle now, but I was out uh, East Coast for about five years. And um, I can tell you're very excited to be, to be back. Yeah, yeah. You, no, you also have like this is moving home, so this we are excited. This is this is Matt's second place. The brain. Yes, that's his whole title. <laughs> his full title. I thought he was also the bees. Oh yeah, he's also the bees. Yeah. Pants. Pants. And <laughs> I don't know why. You so have many a... titles. <laughs> We're just trying to make your life more interesting. Okay, so um... interesting, hurtful. Yep. So, th- well, for news and rumors today, we'll probably be covering. Um, I think Archaon came out since uh, since we last recorded. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about a little bit about that. Um, a lot about the the impending ninth bomb that's coming, um, or or yeah, rumored to be coming. Um, I think we'll have a pretty big tournament zone because uh, we've been to the Black Sheep Brawl, all four of us, um, which was down in uh, Salem, Oregon, which is really far away. Mm. Um, it was a lot further than I thought especially, it was going to be. Especially with two hours of Seattle traffic. Yeah, yeah that sucked. <laughs> Absolutely sucked. We're not, we're not spoiled. So spoiled. <laughs> we are kind of spoiled because uh, for our region, we are the most central. Yeah, well, not only that, I'm just like four and a half hours being like the average minimum for a tournament. Well, the, the difference though is that you're talking about a four and a half hour tournament where those people also come up to see you as opposed to we just travel everywhere and no one ever comes here. It's true. Yeah. Um, there's a few. There's a few hardcore guys that right. come from there's, north, there's come from the south. Gang, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually well. Anyway, um, so we'll talk about that. Um, we've got Sparkle Party Six. Sparkle Party Deathmatch Six is uh, this weekend. We'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit about our lists for that. Um, and then in the hobby horse, uh, we're going to talk about Riley and Matt and about their hobby and who they are and all the stuff they've been working on because. 
they're both reasonably prolific and you know can can string a few sentences together so i want to well that's what the beer is for good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um and uh, if we get to it we might we might talk about swedish comp in the end times um because We've, we Black Sheep Brawl used it, and they came up with their own addendum for it. Um, OFCC has come up with their own addendum for it. The Swedes will never come up with their own addendum for it. And ninth is coming, and it could all be a moot point anyway, which yeah. is why we'll only talk about it if we run out of things to talk about within the next two to three hours. Okay. And then I need to apologize because you guys might hear this that sound. Those are his toenails. Yeah, that's, like yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's my toenails rubbing up and down Riley's leg under yeah. the table. Um, I'm scraping, I mean, I'm currently sc scraping the templates. Uh, when the we make the award templates for Sparkle Party, they come with a, a protective paper on them that has to be scraped off after it's been burned all over the place. So I'm I actually think those. the templates uh, for Sparkle Party are the best part. The best part. I, have, sure. I have sold, uh, I brought three people, extra people to Sparkle Party 4 that had never played Warhammer. Like they had no idea. Just based them, on the templates. Just based on the <laughs> templates and the, the flyer. Because, or no, it was the tournament pack or like Sparkle Party 2, which was just a small booklet. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, the amount of effort that goes into this game, like into this tournament, like yeah. it doesn't matter. You, we could play tiddlywinks. Like, <laughs> Riley, I found your template. You can just have this now. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just the second. Is the second place? There you go. Easily, we know this is yours. I didn't even play my fifth round last time. <laughs> Thankfully, all of the microphones are attached to a stand because otherwise, I feel like Riley might just drop the mic a lot. Is this? Is this yeah. I like to get the final word. <laughs> All right. So, uh, of course, uh, all that being said, we're going to start with the pit. Um, given that Archaon was the most recent release from the end times, we had a whole swath. Swathe? Swath. Yeah. What's the American pronunciation? Swath. It is swath. Yeah. Interesting. Because I've always said swathe. Well, it also depends on what coast you're on. Is that British West? or just wrong? Uh, I think it's British because I think they have an E <laughs> at the British end of it in Britain. I think it's actually... So uh, wrong, you could have just... Yeah. <laughs> this, is why I need Tom. this is why I need Tom in this podcast. Uh, I'm outnumbered. Wow, three actual Americans. Oh, I've got faces changing. Oh, you're also Canadian? No, I'm also... Uh, yeah, I'm French Canadian from Quebec. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, um, so with that uh, big range of characters, we picked... Um, Two of the ones that would be a bit more fun to play. Um, thankfully, Tom is not here to just do pew pew in the in the pit, but <clears throat> I'm sure. But we brought Matt. We brought Matt. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So fire. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have the incarnate of fire, Caradrian, um, up against uh, Grimgor, who is the incarnate of beasts. So all of that being introduced, um, let's roll right on into the pit. The pit. The pit. The pit. Grimgor's model is ancient. Really old. Still good though. It's still pretty cool, but not compared to the orcs now. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you see, so look at the better. Savage kit. Not even just like look yeah. at the 40k stuff, or even the, oh, the yeah, Warhammer sure. Age of Reckoning special work they made. Yeah. The problem is, is I think to do him justice now, um, they're gonna have to put him on a bigger base. Oh yeah, he he, love he joined that forty crowd right where they he, yeah he's yeah. either be on the forty or a fifty well he's so then be on he a could 50 be for orcs yeah but... I would put him on a fifty so he could yeah. join orcs oh yeah and just give him give a nice big scenic grass. base I'd also yeah. put him back to his like seventh ed status where he was just a monster oh yeah because he had like yeah anyway. 
That's they fine. Made, they made him kind of weedy. They made him kind of weedy. Well, let's talk about how he is as uh, the incarnate beast. So he's 460 points. Uh, he's weapon skill 8, strength and toughness 6, um, 4 wounds, 5 initiative, 6 attacks, and leadership 9. Um, so he's he's not too bad. And when you consider that Gitsnik is a magic weapon, gives him plus 2 strength and ASF. So he's strength 8 with ASF. Um, he's going to... I mean, he's, he's going to get re-rolls against anything rank-and-file, pretty much. Well, he's always um, going to have re-rolls that first round. That yeah. first round, because he also has Hatred. Um, he's immune to Psych. He's got Choppers. Choppers is plus one strength in the first, first round. round of combat. Yeah. Um, and Wah, which is one of the Orc special rules. That's what the Warboss calls it, and you get plus D3 combat res for the Warboss's unit, and plus one for all of the Orc units. Okay, so good for whenever you need that. He uh, has to charge, but yeah. Extra thing. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it? I'm so, You uh, can't charge. You're going to try to box for bait and I'm going to get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riley, uh, so Riley's going to be playing Grimgorg. Um, he's also got uh, da Immortals special rule. Uh, so it basically buffs one unit of Black Orcs. And I get to bring those, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to this fight. Um, best of the best. Oh, Grimgor can reroll fail to hit rolls and to wound rolls in a challenge. Oh yeah, so, so gonna be yeah, this is going <laughs> oh. to suck hard for you once you get into combat. Well, don't just cast fireball. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally going to be like on the one hand. I mean, he does just going to cast fireball. He does okay, one you better stand plus. there facing backwards when you want to get charged. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, Locus of Gore. So this is his uh, incarnate special rule. He's got an innate bound spell that uh, is basically bubble wissens. Um, he's got a 12-inch uh, bubble for wissens um, at power level 6. And his other magic item uh, gives him a 1-up armor save and a 5-up ward. That buffs what? ogres, too. It's only buffs orcs and goblins and ogres. Orcs and goblins and ogres so within 12 inches. That's kind of a fun rule. I agree. If you want like to play with uh, Nick's I, I actually wish most of these guys, anyway, they didn't do the formation thing. They just legioned them. They yeah, exactly. They did the host, yeah. yeah. It would be really nice to, to have had that. And also, if you look at the hosts, and this is kind of a lament... Uh, for Sparkle Party and stuff, the, a lot of the hosts you can't even squeeze into 2,500 points. Right, yeah. Like Shadow, you can do. Metal, you can do. Yeah. Uh, un, uh, uh, death, you can just about do, but it's I a thought crack. that one was like 26. No, it, it's, the Mortar it's 2450. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just about do it, but it will be a terrible force. Yeah. You'll have two two of each of the Morgasts. Um, so good. Yeah. <laughs> It, no, it's pretty tough. Like, you'd have 10 Graveguard and 10 I mean, Skeletons. Basically, you hope, and... hope Nagash summons an army turn one. Yeah, like, effectively. Hey, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that's Grimgor. Um, and then Karadrian. A moment of silence for Karadrian's intro. Um, so... It's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> So he's 590 points, so like 130 points uh, over. He's riding on a, a, a Flamespire Phoenix, but it's a combined profile. Um, so he's weapon skill 6. So this is interesting because he's a hero level on a monster versus Grimgore, who's definitely lord level. Um, so he's strength and tough 5, um, which is obviously coming from the Phoenix. 7 wounds, initiative 7, 7 attacks, that's all good. 
uh, also leadership nine. Um, has all of the Flame Spire Phoenix special rules, so attuned to magic, which is that table that uh, the Phoenix is very one of their bonuses or penalties, depending on uh, what you roll on the Winds of Magic. Um, Fireborn, which I think is a two plus ward against Flaming. Yeah, it's the Dragon Armor. Um, flaming Attacks. <laughs> yep. Which really only. It does literally nothing. Nothing? Does, it, it doesn't until even you blow up the weapon. Does it even apply to his stomps? No, because no. nothing applies. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he can fly, he's a large target, he's a lore master of fire and a level three uh, you know all wizard. Your... You know all the fire spells. That's awesome. If you do not cast the six spell on me, I will be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got MR1 um, for all the good it'll do in this combat. Uh, Martial Prowess, in case you wanted to attack in an extra rank. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> that is all that Martial Prowess does, right? That's all it does. Well, yeah. you also shoot in an extra shoot rank. Shoot in an extra rank. Yeah. Well, I, and you can't even kill the monster now. That's such a useless rule to put on this model. Yeah. Uh, they, just, yeah, they're just keeping it. Yeah, I understand, consistent. but it's still... Yeah. Uh, terror. And it's more, I feel like a lot of that it's stuff is compatible that way. You know, if yeah. they decide to change more, if you prowess. exactly, yeah. or if right. you like, or if they change the idea that monsters can join units, like, yep, which is entirely possible, or you do something like where in the Eternity King, like it's like replace instances of yeah. this with yeah. instances that's of true, this. and the murderous prowess cauldron, and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, so he can he can only be included in an Eternity King army. Mm -hmm. Ashtari is the name of his oh, phoenix. Okay, we were trying Ash, to that's nice. yeah, um. And uh, Valor of Ages, which is the reroll against El, uh, dark, reroll no, it's a re panic attacks panic. Yeah. Yeah, against Dark Elves. And Wake of Fire, so if you fly over, you drop, uh, was it 2d6? D3. D3. It's like d3 per rank or something. I have literally uh, never been I think it's d3 it. per rank. Oh, yeah. I will so open you should have let me drop the Immortals, man. Be <sighs> killing so it. Kill damage. damage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that flame cage, everything would be great. Uh, I'm going to look up Wake of Fire real quick. Um, so he he has the mark of Akshi. <clears throat> Akshi. Okay, well, that's the flame. That's fire. Fire yeah. wizard, or fire wind. So this only comes into effect if he's slain. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if Grimgore kicks his butt, uh, then he, uh, Grimgore will suffer a 3d6 strength 4 hits with the flaming attack special rule. Oh, look at that. Flaming attacks. Yeah. It actually works. So strength 4, what's that? Minus 1 on his armor save, so still a 2 still up. Two buffs. Yeah. He has a 1 up. He does yeah, 1 up. He has a special character of 1 up. That is very nice. He's so always had it. It's a magic item. It's because orcs can't get a 1 up, so they're like, yeah, Grimgore. Yeah, I wish they'd done that for wood elves. Well, it's because they don't, like G-Dub has openly stated in the past, they only change things whenever absolutely necessary. Yeah. So he's had a one plus for uh, like 15 years, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was one of the original special characters, wasn't he, Grimgore? Yeah, well, not one of the originals, but he's really old. Was, I, was he not in the first uh, orc, but, so that was in a fourth edition they introduced special characters? End of, yeah, I think. Yeah, because I remember when the Wood Elf book came out, um, that was the first one that had like Orion and Ariel mm -hmm. as characters. Well, they were all that. Grimgore was one of the first because I can't yeah. remember what developer, but it was just his Black Orc or his War Boss, yeah. which is what all those special characters are. And huh. uh, Grimgore is king. Cool. And okay, so oh, interesting. So he does not have the Phoenix Reborn. Hmm. Uh, so he doesn't come back. Role. He doesn't get to come back. 
Um, the Wake of Fire, D6 strength 4 hits plus an additional D3 hits per rank. Mm, so you'll do D6 strength 4. Yep. Uh, it's even better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're sitting here, you're like, I'm all on Twitter. You get, you're getting excited there. All right, so that those are the uh, combatants. Matt, you're going to be doing... My money's Kradrian. on Grimgore. Your money's on Grimgore? My money's on Grimgore, too. Sorry, Matt. My money's not on Grimgore, but... I'm gonna orky as hard as I can. <laughs> Just orky. All right. Is that group door? So you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could, you can just fly away from me. Like I can't go. My heart's with Grimgore. My heart's with Grimgore. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Ricky? That's a good point. All right. So let's get you 24 inches away from each other. Grimgore's my spear. Kill those, kill those speaking elf things for me, please. Those night ears. Okay. Uh, you want to roll off for the first turn? You want to? Whoa! Hi, mic stand. Here goes Riley's mic. Yeah. Wait. If you ro rotate it so that the uh, arm, just, yeah, like, just you can rotate the base. Oh, sure. Well, I'm I'm gonna lean in anyway. Right, so that's If you're good. All right, I will edit that bit out. Okay. Okay, so roll I rolled a two. Mm. I rolled a three. All right, you go right. first. Grimgore's going first. That is meaningful. All right, so uh, <laughs> I will advance eight inches forward. All right. Oh man, that puts you sixteen away from me. Come get, come That's get crazy. Me. Give me, give me some of them dice. Wait, doesn't that mean magic oh phase? Oh my god, magic phase. Go right. ahead. Here we go. All right, ten. I'm gonna throw six dice at giving myself super. <laughs> Ooh super yeah, because if you the the rule for the pit, if you guys don't remember, if you do dimensionally cascade in the pit, you auto win. You I, auto win. I, I can't because the uh, in the balance oh. spell, I can't even stop doing this guess. Darn it. Hey, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, seven. You are, oh, you are strength seven. Toughness seven. That is amazing. I can be ten if you charge me. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm gonna fly over you. We and go twenty and go here. Well, you have to be an inch away, Matt. Oh, well, be an like inch away. Well, there you go. Matt, don't, Just for you. don't do this. I'll do it once. So you can go right over here that I can charge right. you. You gotta do your hits. Alright, so uh, here's some, the hits. Poops and fire. Oh, oh six, six, six hits. Six hits. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> And zero and one wound. One wound. Yep. One yeah, roll a one. Here we go. Well, you know, since you asked him that. And uh, oh. he rolls a two for a save, so Grimgore does I like pay. that you're facing nothing for your magic missiles. Really pro play. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got time. Uh, <laughs> All right, I got a three. Matt yeah, rolls. Six. Well, three this, is this the is highest. This is how Matt plays his games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he, just, he just throws dice and, and yeah, he goes he, real fast. So to describe what's actually just happened here, the phoenix has flown over Grimgore, landed sideways behind Grimgore, facing away from him, so cannot see for any kind yeah. of magic missiles. But he can uh, totally cascading fire cloak himself, so that's okay. pretty neat. Um, and uh, he um, he rolled two threes for the Winds of Magic, so three is plus one initiative. Yeah. All right. What are you going to cast? Well... <laughs> I think that I'm gonna cast a six dice cascading fire cloak. <laughs> and it goes does off. It, does it? Here's, Are you oh, sure? Yeah. Here's, here's my that's box. It's not a good roll. Here's my a, box card. This all right. Goes. Yeah. No, oh, I failed. I have okay. a cascading fire cloak. All right. You know, I'm not some sort of Ponzi whizbang over here. Well, it is your turn. All right. So Grimgor. Roll March block. Oh, moving up front. Oh, you know what we talked about. Charge. 
Uh, well, I'll give you my flank. There we go. Yes. We can compromise we'll, a little. Yeah, we'll compromise. Okay. And I'll, and I'll place the Whatever. Grimble is king. Here we go. Magic phase. Nine. So good at magic. And um, I have Matt one fails in Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or uh, inbound. Six dice that whistles. Uh huh. Sorry, that Ooh, wind of burn. Oh, that, that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> But Matt, that Matt, Matt does worse. More terrible. <laughs> I got it. I got so you. So you're strength 77? Yeah. I don't know if I charge you on the turn when you resolve the spell. <laughs> I gave you the chance. All right. We oh, had, I will charge. Yeah. We had, I flipped. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, my, right my my Here comes the flight. All right. Oh, the two-inch charge. Wow. Here's got the magic. magic you didn't roll the charge. I didn't roll the charge. Plus <laughs> one strength. All right. Uh, what do you want to cast? Strength seven helps. I, uh, well, first I'm on the channel. Which I don't do. Right, but I have seven, seven dice. Riley's got five. The big one is a five. I am gonna uh, I'm gonna two dice myself a cascading fire cloak. That goes, goes off, off at the, the beginning or the end of the magic phase. End of the magic phase. Okay, I don't care. It's already it remains in play, so it doesn't matter. You've still got it. Oh you already yeah, yeah you still have it. Oh it's no, I'm recasting play. it. Because, oh you're recasting yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Oh to get the plus. Yeah, yeah. No, because if you otherwise you'd be able to dispel it. Mm. True. Okay. I choose not to. All right. I don't care. All right. But I'm going to five dice, flaming sword. Flaming sword. Oh, I don't miscast, but it's a good roll. 15. Right. I got 23. 20. Gringor will put you in your stupid pointy hat face. That was really smart, Matt. No, he, he does terribly. No. To recast no. something just to... So you've got a flaming sword of ruin? He's a cagey player. That makes up for turning away from the ability to cast fireball last turn. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> All right. So the end of magic phase, I do 2d6 strength 4 hits to you. Which seven. is seven, and you're definitely gonna roll a one on some of these things. Oh, oh, look at that! Three wounds. Wow. Three times. Can you get one through? Jeez. I don't know. We got an OP over here. And Grimgar no. doesn't care. Two, three, five. All right. All right. So He's why don't you go best. first with all your rerolls? <laughs> all right. I, chal I challenge. <laughs> oh, um. Well, crap. Yeah, you exactly <laughs> accept. I have six attacks, right? Uh, let me Pretty just, sure. I think that's right. Let me just. Weapon skill eight. <laughs> yeah, first is six, so you're hitting on threes. Alright, here we go. Six attacks, yep. Here you go, bud. And reroll those misses from the hatred. Yeah. No misses. All the hits. I'm strength six ten, because this is the first round. <laughs> ten feels like a lot. Uh, it's a right. pretty good strength. Like, <laughs> versus tough five. I reroll <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, Two ones, but I am Grimborn. This is a challenge. So. No. Oh, so. but, well, that's good. So take uh, six wounds. Well, the good news is I have seven. <laughs> you have seven wounds. Five on board. Well, I make two. two. All right. right. So you got four. I take the four. You're down to three. Down to three. All right. So now I get how many attacks? Seven? Uh, yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, five plus two is so seven. No, that was wounds. You've got seven. seven uh, eight attacks. attacks. Eight attacks. Oh, hang on. That's our chaos. Whoa. <laughs> went the wrong way Let's there. Let's use his stats. Uh, seven there. attacks. Seven yeah, seven attacks. Sorry. So I'm on fours once. That is three hits. All yep, right. tough seven, so five swings. Uh, he's strength no. seven right now. And he's strength seven and I have flaming sword. Flaming sword, so oh, three right, right, yeah, yeah. Wait, why is he seven? Because he rolled a five in the Winds of Magic. Plus oh, one strength. plus one strength. Yeah. Yeah. So two wounds, strength seven. Oh, hang on, hang on. No, he's right. Strength five, base. No, plus no, one no, from the weapon. The weapon's plus one, right? The weapon's plus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so two, so two wounds, strength seven. So off four. Yeah. So one up, so five, five up. up. Five up, yep. Five up, five up. Diagonal. 
Come on, Grimgore. Four and a two. And Takes two wounds. No, I have a five plus four. Five up four. No, Grimgore. Come on, Grimgore. Actually, get that. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But now, Thundersaw. True. Thundersaw. Six. Oh, this could be it. These are strength five, so there's six as a win. Oh, no, strength six, because he. There's strength six, they don't get the magic weapon, but they do get Flaming Sword. Do they? Because Thundersaw specifically states you don't get It's not a special rule. Flaming Sword's not a special rule, it's an effect. I'm not sure that's true, but I'll like So it's strength five with a plus one bonus to wound. So No, strength six, because it changes the base. Oh, he's, yes, he's strength six from the. He's strength six right now. So it's going to be in your T7? Seven. So force. Force. And the dice go everywhere. One, two, two. Two wounds. Pretty, pretty pro. So strength six is up yeah. three. So, so four plus. Mm -hmm. Come on, Grimgore. Come on, Grimgore. Uh, double double one. So that'll show. And then a five plus. You know, word saves all we need, man. That's right. Armor saves for chumps. Oh. So apparently our word saves. Right, okay, so, so two wounds. So I charge you in the flight. So we tie. I Oh, you're right. All right, I'm okay. gonna try to reform. Okay. I don't think you care. So we're, we're tied. You don't. Oh, control. right. That's right. I didn't lose this. Yeah. Grimgore is king. And difficult to turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grimgore turn. Yeah. That magic. Oh. Seven. seven. So high of a six. All right, channel. So seven on seven. Or six on seven. Is yeah, I can't really use that Box, oh, not oh. boxcars, but... No, that's all the all sixes. sixes. All yeah. No plus one tank for you. I like that this is when you stop it, right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. the... <laughs> all right, so... Uh, so no rerolls now, either. It's true. Oh, no, I am in a challenge. I reroll always. Always oh, with I the like rerolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it, Matt. Okay, so I've got six attacks. Okay. Yep. Good thing. Yeah, good thing you have yeah, rerolls. Three minutes. Three minutes. Yes, no, all all the hits, yeah. And I am strength eight now, right? Yep. Because I failed. Strength eight. So still two. two. Still twos. I real failed wounds. I real two ones. Two ones. And... All right, wins. So more. All right. So I'm on a five up self. Yep, five up. Five. And oh. I die. Yep. Kradri and I hit it. Wait, wait. King. Let's see if I can do it oh, at the no. same time. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Simo dead. Alright, uh, did you roll the did you roll the, the cascading fire cloak? Because oh, I, I didn't dispel it. Uh -huh. So six. Six wounds from the fire cloak. Uh zero wounds from the fire cloak. Right. But okay. so my attacks I've got seven attacks. Four, right? Yeah. So five hits. And then I'm strength seven right now. So, so, yeah. so top uh, six. Twos. Three. Uh, twos because of twos. Twos. Yep. Yeah. Alright, so four wounds. Four wounds. Okay, Grimgore. Strength seven, so five up, five up. Mutual <laughs> destruction here. No, no, no. Uh, okay, two, two fails. Two fail. And then ward okay. save. I need you to fail both of those. We can both die. Uh, taking two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, boy. Fuse. Four wounds. Fuse. We'll die. Both oh, dead. Oh, All right. I still win this because I killed you first. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> I mean, I, I rolled my dice faster you than you, so that's, that's how you <laughs> win That's, that's the moral mor yeah. victory yeah, right yeah. there. That's actually a pretty fun way to die. The thing I love about... I'm not sure there is a fun way to die. Well, uh, I disagree. <laughs> the, Who's that one uh, French... Uh, 
It's a French president that died sleeping with women. They built a statue for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that seems fun. That seems like a good way. He had a heart yeah. attack, but yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, I think for the right innate, reason, innate bound spells in the pit are so good. Mm-hmm. Well, you, or in, just in general, they, you can they, just throw six dice. Sure. I mean, I should have just I should have just tried to do something else, but it seems funnier. Yeah. Grimgor, you know, he's he's accidentally magic, so. Yeah. <laughs> oops. Yeah, oops. He's, he's he pretty awesome. and things happened. That's actually pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was uh, Grimgor versus Caradrian. Uh, I I think that, that there was no shenanigans really there. I think that was a pretty pretty good fight. Like last time when we did KFA <clears throat> versus Malekith, we got some really crazy rolls for yeah. KFA. Well, yeah. to be fair, I did miss zero times. That's true, but you've got all the rerolls. Yeah, but 12 out of 12? Yeah. That's just, <laughs> yeah, true. 12 for 12. You just had a bit of the wah. Yeah, like, you know, it's why I wanted to play. Oh, you forgot to declare your wah. That I, I, can only, I can only declare it when I charge. Also, oh, beginning plus one strength is actually right. really huge. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, and the, and the flaming sword, yeah. like, working. Yeah, plus one strength was good. Although, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but it's, it's fine. It's good. Like, it's good. News and rumors. Well, uh, Archaeon has been released since we last recorded, which was so long ago that Archaeon is now old hat. I've almost finished reading it. That's how long ago yeah. <laughs> it was since we did an episode. Um, must say, I love the book. Um, Thankwall and Archaeon, um, definitely a step up from Kane and, Gl- and Glotkin. And, Glotkin. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if it's that's because good. that's good. Yeah, I don't know if it's because when Thankwall, it's got like my favorite setting and characters, right? The whole Queek, uh, Belagar, Scarsnick. The Queek, the Queek bite. I think if if it weren't for Grimgor, who granted I'm just you know biased, <laughs> about, uh, I think the Queek uh, backstory where he was getting you know he's starting to get older was probably the best story they told. Yeah, I I I love the whole. You know, it, it, as much as I've enjoyed playing Skaven, reading about how backstabby and uh, how mm, how yeah. vile they actually are really put well, me off them all over again. Well, and then they continued it in Archeon. They like, did, yeah. What they do in there is great. It, yeah. And the way that Archeon treats them. Yeah, yeah. Every so the Skaven are definitely the lowest of the low in the in the uh, Grand Legion. Then Skaven. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he gives zero. Yeah, about the Skaven, he yeah. just like okay i've got this uh thing i need to do i don't even need to do this i'm just gonna make the scave and do it because yeah it's funny. just because yeah, yeah. <laughs> go trick the dwarves well okay right. <laughs> yeah. um and and i love that you know th- you just see it getting grimmer and grimmer for the dwarves they're buckling down more and more yeah. they're losing more and more and they're still there yeah still tough as old boots well they still. did they did one of the best lines i think i think it was in the novel tie-in for archeon Yep. But there's a great line where it's uh, a bunch of the dwarves are standing together. It's after Ungrim has you know, already passed. And they're basically sitting there at the keep going, you know, we're all going to die here. And then another one goes like, yeah, but that's what dwarves do. Like, yeah. that's, that's, their, <laughs> that's their whole thing is grim resolve. Yep. Yeah. So the thing that bugs me about the game is that the dwarves are so damn cool in the fluff and so bad to play they're so bad to play yeah. in comparison well they just i mean i 
I think that it's the biggest missed thing they've done in Ape, where they didn't give dwarves a warrior, uh, warrior priest style of, exactly. of casting. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Like all they needed to do was, and especially with the movement, like well, they also they, took. They a, did. Because it's one bound spell, but it's right. it's very different from having three or four warrior priests, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. They also removed the only part of it that was good, which was the movement. Like the rest of it's all right, but. You know what they yeah. could have done, um, and this might be a bit uh, heretical, but I really um, like the mechanic for the, the striking of the ancestor runes that they have in the Storm of Magic. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, I, ever read it. I don't it. remember. It's basically like casting spells, except you're, you're forging runes. Um, oh, sure. on the battlefield and so um you know obviously it's storm of magic so it's like it's you've got so yeah. so many dice and and you're doing so much damage yeah. with it all but it's like okay tone that down give them effectively a runic lore because they're they're casting the these are runes of battle as opposed to you know the armor runes or the yeah. banner runes or whatever and and they're now your rune lord and your your rune uh, what are the rune smiths 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 oh, right. the rune priests are from yeah for, uh, I was the space wolves for a second there sorry guys <laughs> that's okay I activated yif mode <laughs> um they they would have something useful to do other than just give armor piercing which is like possibly yeah. the most useful thing to do right really now. which is really okay. good yeah yeah well they they're not that expensive considering that how how their stats work but sure yeah I, I it's I mean, you look at it, and like what you're talking about is basically, I don't know if any of you played it, but the Warhammer MMO, Age of Reckoning. I never played it. So I War wanted to, but I couldn't, because it wasn't on Mac. <laughs> I mean, let's let's not get into the game, but they did have the, the, the Rune Priest in it. Smith? Smith. I will never do that correctly. Do it all day. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, Thoric Jr. So yeah, they had him in that, right? And he basically did what you're talking about, which is he cast runes onto people. So it was like a continuous, right? Like buff oh, that you yeah, had yeah, or a heal. Yeah. I like that. And then idea. they popped, right? Yeah. When different things happened. Yeah. Like and, and that's, that is a big miss. Well, and that's that's Vetok though. He he's full on fit that Warhammer was the best edition, so And that's I think that's the one edition I've never played or read. Oh, I I played fifth, and it was a uh, travesty. It was a travesty of mockery. <laughs> a travesty of sham and a mockery. All the good news is we got a month or two until he goes Empire Wizards, and then we're fine. I'm sorry, yeah. what now? You mean you mean when they just roll them into Warriors of Light? Okay, so that segues nicely. <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of night rumors. We uh, almost talked about Archeon in that. So yeah, that's all right. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I mean, this is the news and rumors I, section, I, also known as the freeform section. Oh, <laughs> I just don't want to spoil the book for you. Uh, well, I or anyone else. I'm, I'm like, uh, I've got maybe a half hour of reading to finish it. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm so you're right point. at that, right at that climax. Right. At, yeah. They're, they're, everything is is kind of circled back to Middenheim, and and uh, sure, it's all it's all on. Spoilers! You know, I'm going to ruin the ending for Aiden. Everyone dies. I knew that. Uh, not everyone. There is a man in space. <laughs> and and some of the lizardmen have already gone. Oh, yeah. Those lizardmen are fine. The lizardmen are say, fine. Did they say whether it was man or woman? Or did they it says man, specifically. Ah, uh, that's yeah. disappointing. To be fair, that might just mean, like, of men. Oh, right? yes, it might just yes, be human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's GW. It's going to be a man. They do have something against and then the lizardmen. The pick him up in their spaceship, yeah. put him on Holy Terra, and make him their emperor. He was always the emperor. He reforms uh, Primarchs out of bits of Warhammer Fantasy. Oh, there you go. 
That's why we have rune priests, right? It's actually yeah, dead priests. dwarfs. Yeah. It was, I was never wrong. I just know the future. Like, I get, you know... You, you know 40,000 years in the future. Yeah, you, you pro magnets back here, like, just confusing me. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so we have had uh, a bunch of uh, rumors around 9th edition. Um, it's uh, allegedly going to be giving us uh, pre-orders... Uh, as of the 24th of this month. Um, that's kind of the... Uh, I'm actually the, pretty psyched. The latest rumor. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. like any, like, anything is better than waiting. Yeah. Like a anything. And Literally anything that at was, this point. Yeah. That was one of the discussions on the channel with Anthony where I thought he made a pretty big misstep was uh, saying it doesn't matter if this is the best, you know, best skirmish game or the best whatever they turn it into. And I'm like, well, no, it kind of does matter. If they make something really cool out of it, I'm not going to begrudge them. Like, yeah. I love fantasy, and I would love to continue playing it, but, you know, if they make something cool about it, I'm, that doesn't... I think the skirmish games come out on the 24th or pre-order, and it's going to be separate from the release of 9th edition. I, I, that's, that's that would be opinion? my hope, too, yeah. I think there's going to be two models. I think 9th is going to be the APOC version, and it's going to be a modified rule set. Sure. It's not going to be released at the same time. Because here's, well, here's cool. so so the rumors basically are we're getting a box set which seems to have uh, two small armies in it, uh, or two very small forces. I, I hesitate to call them armies um, at the end of the month, and then this is new rules, and then a new starter box in July. Right. So um, the so so to kind of this is coming from um, um, one of the Spanish blogs that seem to be able to spoil everything ahead of time yeah, them and the germans yeah um so there's going to be like two warriors of chaos units um a demon unit a chaos war machine and a couple of characters for a uh, force of chaos and then there's a force of light which is um two um, uh, two infantry units a cavalry unit um a war machine specifically dwarven uh, yeah, specifically that, dwarven, and and it looks like the the um, there's also an elf unit in there yeah. potentially, and a couple of characters, one mounted, one on foot. To be fair, I like they because they've been talking about this warriors of light thing this whole yeah. time, right? Yeah. And the the biggest thing that I like my takeaway on it is that's uh, a really cool way to reform Bretonia, right? Because yeah. they've been so old, and if you make a warriors of light, well, that's you know, Bretonian granted aren't all you know hugs and hugs and kisses, but there was also a translation issue there, though, right? Because somebody said, oh, well, they're Grail Knights, and then someone said, oh, you didn't translate that right. It said they look like Grail Knights. Sure, and that's and that's sort of the thing, is that renaming the faction is sort of what G-Dub's been doing. Like, I would, I you know, don't think they're going to call them Holy Knights or, you know, Warriors of Light or something like that, but, you know, renaming is sort of their whole MO these days. Yeah, yeah. To well, get their unique IP. Going. Yeah, the Astra Militarum and all that. Yeah. Oh, so on the 40K side, they've been doing right. a lot yeah, of renaming. Yeah. Okay. Because of Chapter House. And yeah, and because of the fact that you... No, sorry, you cannot trademark Space Marine. Right, they, no matter how much you try, yeah. you're still wrong. Yeah. So, uh, so there's the conflicting stuff about whether or not you're going to have changed bases, and that's why I think there's going to be two separate, because like the box that's coming out... They're talking about these units, this this small like dual force, forces light, forces darkness, something round bases. But then there's also some stuff coming out that maybe not you're not going to round bases. And that's to me, I think, what makes it lean toward Yeah. You I, might see multiple iterations of the game. 
I've definitely been reading that too, but really? I trust G-Dub about as far as I can physically throw that company. <laughs> Maybe I'm being hopeful. As a concept. It's possible I'm being too hopeful, but I'm going to keep being hopeful until they... Right. Well, there's no reason to be to to dwell in negativity. It's not helpful. Don't go all Anthony on us. You know? Yeah, <laughs> man, you'd be the darkest Anthony, right? The brightest fall. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony is kind of like our our group Eeyore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty correct. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, even if they things uh, these do have round bases on them. Um, you know, there's been a lot of speculation and and various um, semi-confirmed rumors that the round bases are are only on certain units, are only for certain play styles. You know, so I'll just wait. We'll wait and see. We'll wait yeah. and see. I'm just glad that the waiting's done. Yeah, like, I know. I couldn't. I didn't want to have to wait until July. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like, they fixed everything. And it'll be amazing. See that. That would be my most... I actually read an interesting... Someone posted on uh, the Ordo Fanaticus forums where a blog had uh, written uh, basically like the meta changes that went on through 8. Yeah, that was uh, Paint Hammered. Uh, yeah. Blog, uh, yeah, and I thought that was really... Because, like, you know, I skipped a lot of 8 because the game... Like, I, I, you know, I come from 7th and 6th and from competitive Warhammer and the skill ceiling dropped so much, which is a very drastic change. Yep. But uh, it was very interesting to read through it and, you know, like, I, I feel like looking at it, you know, if, if they changed, you know, the skill ceiling up, that would be my, like, most fervent hope is that, you know, just think about it again. But I, I would like that too because I think what happened, um, you know, I, I've only been playing... Uh, eighth for a couple of years and so once you reach a certain point in playing eighth and we were having this discussion on the way to black sheet ball um there's there's not a lot left to learn not a lot left to learn and you just kind of you have to hope that the dice uh, do the right thing um and you know that's not a hundred percent the case and i definitely think there is skill yeah there's a bit of hyperbole in there but it, yeah you know, the point still stands for sure right whereas whereas if i look at something that is more skill-based someone who is more skillful than me will win more often than they lose whereas i think a lot of people find eighth frustrating because it's like oh i was winning until yeah and this one thing happened that you have absolutely no control over and it's nothing to do with skill yeah and it's usually your wizard going down a hole or or, or that uh, last turn panic off the table yeah or a 10 rerollable yeah mm -hmm. I, I love it for that though <laughs> matt voice of dissent okay. yeah i, I kind of disagree i think that like usually when i lose i can identify like at least something that my opponent did that i didn't catch or some mistake i made and like I think both players, in any given game, both players make mistakes. And maybe what loses you the game isn't... Uh, you know, you feel like your wizard going down the hole is what lost you the game. But if you played everything else right, you still would have won. And, like, uh, well, there's a there's a really good video by a guy, like one of the European guys uh, named Pyrian, who he's just walking through and, like, showing a decision point map throughout an entire game of Warhammer, and, and his point is the game is complex enough that most people make suboptimal choices, and when you lose and you feel like it was your dice, sure, that may have gone wrong, but if you had compensated two and a half turns ago to make it so you never got in that situation in the first place, you would have been fine anyway. So, I, I mean, I feel like I'm still learning Warhammer every game I play. I, oh, every, it, hopefully you are. I think the 
I think the biggest problem with that side of that side of the the thought, right, is like I played uh, you know Aiden's list and that Masters, and I felt a lot of my losses, right, were uh, you know I I didn't make the best decisions, and after a while I stopped caring. But a lot of my losses were a, a bad die rolled at the worst time, right? But then I got crushed because I didn't have a follow through plan. And I feel like a lot of what you're talking about is when that, you know, when you're not your vampire lord, but like your high slan. your hierophant or your slan or whatever, yeah. Yep. Goes down the hole on a two die spell and you go, Well that sucked, you have a follow through to try to scrounge something. And that's not quite the same thing as saying that uh, this is a, a skill based you know, like a bit. It's more. It's more an exercise, and if you build your list correctly, you can crawl back to draws or minor wins from major wins. No, I, I the 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 simple example of what I'm saying is, and I think this happens much more often, is someone says, "I can't believe I panicked off on a ten reroll," but there's no reason you couldn't have been outside of six inches in the first place. That's sure, the sure. phenomenon I see. I, I was actually in my head. I was outside remembering six inches of a helicannon. No, 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 no. He. <laughs> Twelve inches. Just, of just any any panic test. I can't believe you know that died and my my Death Star panicked off. Well, mine, yeah. mine were you within six inches? Of mine was check? more the. Uh, I was remembering a battle report I just watched where a guy was playing Beastman and playing against a, uh, a Demons of Chaos army, right? And it was this scenario where like you had to get a unit into their deployment zone of fortitude, and then you break their fortitude, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna get a, a minor win, right? And then his uh, you know Vestigor got hit with a you know a panic spell, and they got that nine roll right off the table, and that's how he lost the game, right? It went from what was a very close game, right, a very you know in terms of all that, into a crushing defeat because of well, two die rolls, two dice rolls. Which, and I think that that's the real problem is is when you're faced against an opponent of, of reasonably similar skill, you expect that their result is going to be only a few hundred victory points in either direction. And then those big dice roll moments are the thing that flip it from those few hundred victory points to a thousand plus victory right. points. Right? I mean, I can, I can definitely see what Matt's saying. Like, a lot of times you do put yourself in that situation, right? Yep. Or you, you know, you didn't have to cast a spell. You could have just skipped it. Yep. Right? But uh, I, I feel my my discussion on skill cap concerns more the idea of... Um... I completely lost my train of thought. Well, so we were talking about knife. <laughs> and the hope is, in what general, game is this? less... <laughs> 40k. It was about 40k, actually. <laughs> I was about to make a point that uh, Warhammer's, a lot of Warhammer's appeal is the idea of having uh, small dice pools, so two dice make a huge difference versus something like 40k, where you roll 400 million dice, and that's, you know, that's how you do it. It's just deluge, right? That's how they come closer to an idea of... Uh, Statistical norms. Yeah, exactly, which doesn't exist in, in fantasy, really. But... I, I feel the biggest problem with it is what we're talking about in terms of, you know, keeping things normal, like uh, like Matt Powell not bringing that BSB to Masters, is that it forces... Chris Powell? Chris Powell, Chris Powell sorry. Yeah. Right. Um, was, uh, everyone's called Matt. Everyone's Matt now. <laughs> yeah. Matt, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's it, taking all of your names. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get stuck into this, uh, this sort of cycle of lists being the same. Like, sure, the meta will shift with something like... Uh, 
that what we were talking about earlier with that ogre release book, the painter's blog or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. He said the ogres the, the monstrous cab, right? But that yeah. was that was an external change, not an internal one. We yeah. were not changing our lists until the meta actually shifts around us, which I do find to be a bit of a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I would love to I mean, there's a few things that I would love to have happen. I would like the game to be playable in two hours rather than two, two and a half is the minimum. And if you don't have a two and a half hour tournament clock on you, um, typically your games are going to stretch to three, three and a half hours. And I would love for the game naturally to finish in two hours without losing the size of my army or the, you yeah. know, anything else. Yeah, the, the epic feel of why yeah, you play Warhammer. For sure. So you guys start getting into combat. Yeah, so that's Beasley's, what did you say? Beasley's plan is that his turns only take twenty seconds because he just rolls shooting attacks. And yeah, I don't he, know why you would get into combat. Right, like, that takes a lot of time. As, as long as only one person is rolling dice each turn, like it's much quicker. I usually just plan on failing all my animosity and standing there, and then, I, and then my turn goes really fast. Yeah, I mean, I take it back. You can get into combat, but you surely do it when you have such overwhelming force. And if they don't, no, I, I feel take forever. I feel like you're doing that wrong. You only get into combat when you have always strikes first, and only you roll dice because they're all that's dead. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear okay so so to get back on topic a little bit um what we're saying is we we're we are medium hopeful that ninth will will bring improvements i'm very and, hopeful uh, hopeful I, we're, uh, we're, we're <laughs> all very hopeful hope. hope <laughs> different from expectant expectant yeah very hopeful medium expectant yeah, yeah, very hope, hopeful that scarjo shows up right now <laughs> No, sorry. Shoot. Um, okay, so so we will know more probably by the time we do an episode, uh, next episode that we do, it'll have been released. Um, it looks like it'll be released the weekend of Victory or Death, um, so we'll all be up in Canada for uh, when it gets released. That'll be fun to sit in. Uh, um, yeah, that'll be a cool group to, to talk about the, all the... QQ about. Exactly. I mean, as long as no, none of us mention the bad word of end times. That's right. This is right. Apparently, Canadians hate end times. The Canadians hate the end times. They do hate the. In end America, times. we're we're built to uh, yeah, we're accept the end times. Withstand like the apocalypse. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I talking to some people um, <laughs> back in my previous Warhammer community. I think we may be the outliers. I said America, not the East Coast. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> speaking as someone born all, in all offense intended. <laughs> I think we are the, probably the most laid-back region when it comes to Warhammer. I mean, uh, Cal I mean the West Coast as a whole, yes. Yeah, because California true. is pretty laid-back too. Yeah. The tournament zone. I think we kind of deviated off all the news and rumor stuff and and just started talking nonsense. So why don't we just roll on into the tournament zone? Because I was about to say, um, you know, we we actually have tournaments here that are using end times mm. um, and Swedish comp at the same time, <laughs> which is which hilarious. Is... Um, I don't know what what is it about the the Oregon guys where they want our Swedish comp end times. I mean, so Black Sheep Brawl uh, is a guideline. Yeah, they just I like mean, comp. Also, OFCC is always a very contentious, like yeah. that that comp issue is is very contentious because some people, you know, sort of like want to play the way we are, which is we're pretty laid back, but you know, we like to put lists out that aren't garbage. Yeah, we right? we we self comp away from you know the completely yeah. broken stuff most of the time, really. 
Uh, <laughs> none of my stuff is broken as long as I get a kill turn. <laughs> he can usually do worse than he yeah, does. I, I'm not <laughs> sure that's necessarily yeah, see, that's, a resounding, that's that's resounding recommendation. I, I sit there and go like, I could have brought this. But <laughs> he could have added one or two more things. Yeah. Like, you know, so. I only mopped four skull cannons. It's, yeah, it's it's not my fault. Hey, the stuff I paint too, just happens to be good. I only have two. Yeah, I, I had one. I had one skull cannon. No, we both had one in our army. I just only had one. I, did, I had zero in my army. I oh, summoned. Oh, I'm sorry. You summoned four. <laughs> we played a tournament where we summoned skull cannons. You had four on the board the... against me at the same time. Yeah, I stole those from Anthony. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I allowed people to summon demons thinking, oh, there'll be all kinds of interesting demons on the table. No, no. Man, we cannon. told you no. day one that there was a bad idea. It's yeah, only no. going to be skull pretty cannons. pretty sure I didn't know you at the time and I emailed you. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. You probably shouldn't do that. And you were like, I'm going to do that. And I was like, I, okay, I'm going to do that too then. Hey, I, I, I got it <laughs> yep. changed from uh, using all the rules where all the demons would be unbreakable too. <laughs> like, like truly unbreakable. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, don't know if, I wasn't even back on the West Coast yet, and I was emailing you, being like, "Are you sure we can sub the demons?" Yeah, and yeah. that was the that was the one you you had to do well to to. That's right. Yeah. That was your master. Oh yeah, you know, I like had to do. It. I was like, <laughs> you must have a lot of anxiety. You're like, Matt, this is a whole really new meta for me. I don't know what to do. Matt, you are thankful that I gave you my spot, right? Because I am the one that gave you that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my generosity, second place, Matt Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before Matt has conniptions, let's talk about let's talk about Black Sheep Brawl. So this was run by the uh, the Black Sheep, the Order of the Black Sheep, which is um, a great game, set of guys. Yeah, Absolutely. gaming group town in Salem, Oregon. Salem is the capital of Oregon and like all those small town capitals um, looks an awful lot less impressive when you get there. Than, I think we had that discussion Yeah, we had this whole way. discussion. <laughs> yeah. And we tried to figure out how many... Uh, capitals how many, are real cities. You know, are so I grew up in Oregon and yep. I lived there until I was 22. Yeah, I've never actually been off the freeway to Salem before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I did the same thing in Kentucky. Driving like from Louisville to Lexington. You're like, what is a Frankfurt? Yeah. No one's going there. But uh, the the chaps from Salem, very nice. Made, more than made up for it. And it was in... Uh, oh, it was in... A lodge? Yeah, Elk one lodge. of the lodges. Elk Lodge, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice big facility. I yeah, it. it was good. It was a cool idea for a tournament. And well, I, I wish we had more stuff like that. Yeah. We just rented out space. Like I wish we had stuff like that in Seattle, because that's what the Victory or Death guys do. They have Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, everywhere it's else. So expensive. I mean, there's a, there's a so game store in the area on the east side that's trying to monetize their area, and I'm like, you can't do, like, you have to have a separate area that you monetize, because you are trying to float barely in the black. That's how these work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so it was in this uh, Elk Lodge. It was a two-day event. Um, it was 2,400 points, which... was uh, interesting. Yeah, and it was end times Swedish. Um, so they, they released their own addendum for the Swedish comp. Uh, oh, I wonder if I have it here. No, I should probably just bring that up because it's kind of interesting. I like the... I mean, considering how much time they had to put it together, I liked what they did for the the elf comp, where the Etern or the Phoenix King and the Asterian Host were basically uncomped because they didn't gain a rule; they lost one and gained a rule, right? And then the other ones had huge, or the Eternity King had a huge comp because you're gaining a free rule. Yeah, they they were comped, but they were very lightly comped. I thought it was like uh, two it, a unit. I think it was yeah, it was like minus one or minus two a it was unit. Minus two a unit. Uh, I could have I could have taken it on my army, and it would have put me from like down one full comp point. Oh okay. Sure. Well, I I took, I mean I I didn't build any out of it, so I just took a look. I took a host of the Phoenix King, so um, 
Yeah, I think it was minus. Uh, oh, I'm going to bring it up right here. Yeah, talking about how gamey I am, and your son brought a two. Yeah. Uh, well, he's nine. <laughs> and you helped him write the list. <laughs> I wrote the list entirely. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so last last GT, Fenton took... Pocket killer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want <Groman laughs> For Sparkle cry? Party, right? Sparkle yeah. Party 5, right? For Sparkle Party 5. Uh, no, for King of Cascadia. Oh, King of Cascadia? King of Cascadia, which was, which was um, Swedish comp... It was the whole Masters. Whole Masters yeah. And there was only 20 people at it. And, uh, you know, because he didn't have a fully painted army, um, he ended up coming dead last. And that was, you know, when you're nine... It's a little hard to take. Crestfallen. Well, yeah, he was a little crestfallen. So I'm like, okay, this time, son, we're bringing the filth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was the interesting part of Black Sheep is that they added Swedish comp, but then it was basically uncomped. Yeah. Like, I did not, I changed my list because it was 2,400 points, but otherwise did nothing. Well, they yeah. said it was a guideline, and they said, be above a zero, and they said, mm -hmm. and then they did first round pairing based on it. So, right. you know, the, you say Swedish, and you say end times addendum, but I thought... You know, their end times addendum was not particularly exact, but it didn't need to be because it was just yeah, because it wasn't really feel for what you were right. Playing. Like I, I thought that I thought that tournament was fine. It's just when uh, like you know you get threads you, you, or I've read threads about black sheep where they're talking about you know like this happened in in Swedish tournaments, and I'm like yeah, but it wasn't really yeah, it Swedish. wasn't really a Swedish tournament. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, you would a real Swedish you'd have between an eight. Right, we basically used it. Yeah, we used it as that guideline to not go a negative five. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, most of the Swedish tournaments are above a 10. Like eight, what, eight is, I thought the, no, eight is, is what, uh, like Australia and America and stuff use. Like in Sweden, in Sweden, it's like, uh, you know, a lot of their tournaments are like 12 to 16s. And, yeah. you know, I mean, ours, ours is effectively, you need to be around a, 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 an 11 at least and more mm. like a 12, 13. To, yeah. Like, yeah. Unless you're going to murder face 20 0 everyone on your way to the top. Yeah. So, so their end times uh, uh, addendum. Most of the big special characters were minus a hundred plus. Um, like Nagash was was minus one sixty. Uh, Malekith minus one seventy five. Um, KFA was also like in that hundred and seventy range. I think one hundred and sixty. Um, and you know, but like some of the smaller characters were were pretty reasonable. Um, like gut rot spume, for example, is only minus thirty five. The smaller characters uh, aren't a problem. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, I, I actually thought it was it was really good to have an end times tournament for a start. Um, and the way that their tournament works is it's extremely scenario driven. So like the It's also narrative. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so there's five scenarios that lead on one to the next. And you earn these loyalty points as you go through. So the whole idea behind it was you're trying to um, you're trying to uh, uh, raise the dead of the this old black sheep um, uh, special character guy, right? I can't remember exactly what his name was, but in, and so like in one of the scenario in Baron the first one black sheepish in the in the or first. In the first scenario, um, there were like these four burial mounds, and you had to go and claim the burial mounds. And then, uh, like this, I don't know if it was the second one. You're you're hunting for the banner of the black sheep, and you have to go into the different territory. Or sorry, each each terrain piece on the on the battlefield had a little card hidden underneath it, and you had to search, uh, look, make a leadership test, check the card, and see if you found the banner or if you found a decoy. It was scenario four. Was that four? Yeah, I, it was the one I played uh, most of the time. The second one was the cart. 
Second one was the cart, right? You've got a cart of the... I didn't get that one. I like that one. No, I mean, I, I like the scenario, but as the narrative part, I, uh, what were we doing? I think it was... Taking some loot. It was the loot It's cart. something that they've always done. They've always had a loot cart scenario at Black Sheep. Sure. And so he had to kind of squeeze that in because the people were like, we need the loot cart. So it was, so it was he, the cane book of the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. And so, so, so the first one is raiding the burial mounds. And then the second one was protecting the wagons from all the ancient relics that you found in the burial mounds. Okay. Uh, yeah, so so kind of shoehorned in a little bit. And then the race to the wizard's tower. Oh, That one was terrible. I have mental scars oh from this. Um, I'm going to move swiftly on. Battle standard of the black sheep. That's the one I just described. Um, and then the last one is once you've earned all these loyalty points, um, you can use them to basically do kind of like bound spells um, at the in the last in the last uh, blood and glory type um, type scenario. So I really like this part. I think the 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 cool part about it was that your loyalty points. Um, the amount that you earned were was an equal weighting to your your um, your battle points yeah. at the end of the, the end of the tournament. Yeah, and actually, like I noticed something when I was looking at the tournament results, because the battle points were effectively win loss draw. Like it was like big win, small win, big loss, small loss, and tie. Yep. And the loyalty points, um, you could get any given amount. The spread in loyalty points was significantly higher than the spread in battle, right. like in the top half of the field, mm -hmm. which meant effectively you, the the scenarios were more determinate of the overall like onboard scoring yeah. than actually winning the game. Yeah, yeah I actually, which I thought was really good. If it if it weren't for the uh, totally justified paint hit I took, uh, I would have uh, been in fifth, and I lost two games. Like. Yeah, I uh, I actually would have I think been top three. Yeah. Um, because I I I only lost one game, a draw and three wins. But so what I'm gonna say about I, I love the I love the narrative uh, campaign or narrative aspect. Uh, yeah, like aspect of the tournament. I I thought it was fun. I thought it was great. But it does overly penalize slow moving armies like mine. I I found it impossible. To get to the aggressive armies. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I, I actually like. But so, it's, but, so I think you, but, you, you know, fell by a, the wayside, wayside, but rewarding an aggressive army versus dwarf gunline in the, you know, off in a corner, mm -hmm. I thought was a good idea. Yeah, no, and I like, and that's a self imposed yeah. thing. You know, I, I play my army because I like playing my army. It, I knew it wasn't going to do good at the scenarios. I did really well at battle, and so I feel, I feel all right. Yep. But what? Did you just use. Good incorrectly and immediately follow it with using well the correct. Probably yes, he did. He's, he's mixing his grammar. <laughs> right yeah, product of the American school system. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what happened there. I actually, I thought the only scenario I had a problem with, like mechanically, not you know nothing else, was the um, the watchtower one, and it was only yeah, because I didn't like it either. Like I get you know you build your army towards it, and there's a lot of things, but a lot of armies are naturally inclined to do that, like lizardmen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and a lot of armies just can't get there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like mine, I couldn't get there. Oh, yeah. and, and then the snar the the tables. Like I played that scenario on a table with zero terrain. Like I had a tree, like literally a tree stand in the middle of the table, and was like, yeah, nothing. yeah. <laughs> um, I think with my wood elves or the host of the Phoenix King, because I couldn't bring a free forest, uh, I played on the only table that didn't have a forest on it. <laughs> 
And I played, Thanks, guys. Good job. I played against Matt, and we had just practiced that <laughs> scenario with our armies two nights before. And I'm like, uh, if it could have been any other scenario I played you against, I would have been much happier. Yeah, I think that. a comment on the tables is they were beautiful. Yeah, they were yeah. really, really, really well put together, and sometimes very unbalanced. Yeah, well, yeah. That actually, the first, okay. the first table I was on yeah. uh, had so much terrain. Like I was playing against a dark elf player, right? Yeah. So it's you know it's a pretty fast army. It's got a lot of that uh, scoot and move, right? And he couldn't physically move his units, so we had to call a judge over, right? Because we just started pulling terrain off. Yeah. And one of the you know one of the guys walked over and we were like. We can't, we can't use this table. Like we'll never, we will never engage each other. And I have a bunch of flyers, yeah. right? And he was like, "Yeah, we should probably fix." <laughs> so like, just quick fix before the game begins, right? And then I yeah. played on that table with it was a realm of battle, right? Like G Dub table, mm-hmm. and then I had basically a tree stand in the middle of it. And the Skaven player and I were looking at it, going like, uh, "All right, I guess this is what we do." <laughs> Um, my, my first battle, um, was against Skaven and it was the, uh, Dawn attack, um, variant <laughs> where, you know, Should you... I just hand this one to you now? Yeah, just get that here. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, he just cleaned off the first placement, uh, award. Yeah. No, 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 that's favorite opponent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he can give that he to me too. Gets that too. Yeah. yeah. I only lose it because I won first place and that's... He's tricking you all. He's French Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually speaking French right now. You guys are... You're just hearing the Canadian, not the French. <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so yeah, the Don. Yeah, he had a Skaven army, um, and we were playing on something that kind of resembled, um, you know, Nevada desert with you know the hoodoos and, and standing up, and and uh, he rolled almost everything in that central zone. Like so, he had Doomwheel back there, he had warp cannons back there, he had all of his big blocks back there. Uh, I think there was only two or three things that weren't in that one central section. So he could barely move and he had all this random move stuff, you know, so the doom wheel basically took out several units to start off with and he couldn't get anything into combat. And basically, yeah, the deployment won me the game. Um, or the table won you the game. The table won me the game. I mean, even, yeah, cause he had those big um, uh, impassable terrain right in front of him as well. And, and the whole thing was like narrowed at the sides by more terrain and it would have been great to play on for any other scenario, I think, but murderous for him for the first one. So yeah, I hate that scenario. Well, Don attack deployment. It just it's a nightmare. Worm. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's it's fun for off games, but yeah. I, do, I do not like yeah. it in the tournament. tournament play. It's just it's it can right. it it totally takes what you hope can be kind of a um, an equal match and just throws it completely out of whack. You're like, well, I never, have no The number chance. of times I've seen, like, low leader, like, Minotaurs or something like that, mm. it just be unable to be by the general, right? It doesn't matter. Oh, right? yeah. They'll roll the general me. first to make sure, right, and then set it all up so you can be in, you know, one, in one of two zones, right, so there's only one roll. Like, I played Matt in that scenario, and I set up this... this yeah. Yeah, this Hearthstone to be, like, perfect, and my entire army, except for, like, a unit, rolled the two to be off in the corner doing nothing. Yeah. See, I, I think it's funny that you guys don't like it, because, like, this is, like, the, oh, those so the elves are immune to it. Yeah, because well, you, yeah. you just... Elves are immune to it. It comes it. back to writing your army correctly, and by that I mean picking one of the things that ends in elf. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> because this is, like, the relaxed region, right? And, like, to be, like... Oh, you're like, yes, I tend to play armies where it's not a huge deal. But, like, it's it's an interesting thing to compensate to. So I would think that that would be something that you guys would like. 
But like we said, I don't, we like, I don't like it in friendly games. It's actually kind of fun sometimes. I don't like games being friendly games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. They are mostly. But I don't like games being over before they start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like not you know no, that that again is hyperbole, but but it is the idea of it, right? Like a vampire being off in the corner while his entire army deploys in one spot, yep. or when you have enough of a horde army where you have to start stuff off the table and walk in because that's how the deployment rule worked. Yep, yeah, yep. And, and that was only after happened, they FAQ'd it. That's what happened to me with Shane at Wet Coast last year. Is I got that scenario. Um, they had one foot by one foot square impassable terrain in each corner of the table to make this table look thematic. And I literally could not deploy and he just cacabombed me and I lost my whole army turn one. So, and all because I couldn't be within leadership bubble. Mm. And so like, what can you do? You can't do anything on that. And it's because, because of how that scenario works. That scenario interacted with that terrain. I mean, I was like, well, that was the fastest game of Warhammer I have ever played, Shane. Let's go hang out. <laughs> yeah. So, should we briefly go through, since all four of us played at Black Sheep, should we briefly go through like day one and day two? Oh, sure. Go for it. Yeah. At least you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll go through day one. And you guys can... So, game one, I played. Do we have this? Oh, sure. I can bring up all the game ones and stuff. So, I played um, a really nice guy. I think it was his first tournament. Um, he was playing, um, well, I guess. My army, really quick, was uh, like Ro- a, Robert Boquist. You Robert Boquist. So I was playing um, a pretty traditional dark elf list um, with a cauldron horde and uh, a beginning of dark riders with uh, all three characters um, on lower shadow and a pig rider and some warlocks and two bolt throwers and some shades. And it was like a comp five ish Swedish. Um, but so uh, Robert was playing with Lyriel. Um, Host of the Eternity King. Host of the... 3.3 was his count. Avatar. So he was playing the Avatar and... um, So not the big bad one. Not the Incarnate. But it's still the healed everything one. But he was playing very MSU. Like, it's a 3.3, but it didn't... He was he was building it to the models he had. Um, he had like ten men models, units of stuff, um, and he had a Lord of Star Dragon and a uh, and a Lyrial. Um, and uh, we had a really fun game. Um, but it started with me sitting in the first turn and pitting off the Star Dragon turn one. That kind of defined the game from there. Um, round boring. That took too long. I'm sorry for that. No, I mean pitting off a dragon is boring. I was, I was say, <laughs> what a what a long story. Pitted off that dragon. That was the game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, a dragon's gone. I apologize. Um, so round two, I played a guy named I think. Alan. I, hang on one second. Okay. This is one thing that I like about the combined monster profiles is pit is less of a threat for them. I actually like everything. I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's super balanced, but I do like that it's combined. If only because Gita. Still, I've been playing their games for it's like 16 years. Do not define what a model is. What is a model? Please just tell me. Should I just keep this one for myself? Yeah, you should. Okay. Yeah. Just Best you know, just make those for yourself, man. Make you for yourself for good. <laughs> so, round two, I played. I think Alan. Uh, let's see here. Matt mm, Beasley played. Alan Hungerford. Alan Hungerford. And he was playing um, also at End Times Army. He was playing Legion of Chaos. Um, 1.3 comp. <laughs> Just rolling through. 
And, um, but Alan, unfortunately, deployed across me with a gigantic river in the center of the entire table. Was that the lava table? The lava table. And he was playing, like, yeah, 1.3, but it was a big demon prince. It was, like, Matty Comp, and then a bunch of stuff that had to come across the river. And I just sort of stood there and charged him as he came across the river. And that was also fairly good to find it. I did not kill the demon prince for the entire game because I couldn't do that. You're a quitter. Yeah, I quit. I just tried to kill the demon prince, and I was like, I don't want to anymore. Um... I flew around in circles and it made me sad. <laughs> yep. But I killed the other stuff, so that was good. Actually, um, the um, Alan was, I think, into the theme of warriors as well as warrior players that like goes at you because he thinks yeah, like, warriors should go at you. I'm not and, sure there's any other way to play warriors. Yeah, you can sit back and magic. I guess. Like you can bunk. No, but like pretty hard. full forward, not like like move your chariot four inches, check the charge arc and the measurement, like. Oh, he just push push everything forward. forward. We like okay. to call that the eight bed warrior player. So, um, so I was able to like charge a dreadlord or into a chariot, kill it, overrun into his caster, kill it during his turn, over then charge from the back into his BSB during my turn, overrun into another unit during his turn, sort of ping pong around the back of his board with the dreadlord. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it, you know. It, he was a nice guy. It was it was a two, but like he was playing it in the thematic warriors way of everything goes forward as hard. Actually, I, I didn't see any of the hard the hard list the two or the five unders right. Most of the people playing them were playing them a because that's the models they had. They're like, I want these models on the table, and b, I mean, most of the people were just running across the table, just screaming right. and going. Ah! Yep. So um, and then uh, I'll let Aiden talk about my round three. No. Yeah, that's during his. Yeah, I agree. No, I, think I, I have PTSD. Us... <laughs> <I think so. laughs> Who won that game, by the way? Uh, Anthony. The dice. Uh, okay, we're just not going to talk about round, no, really not. round three. It's a, none of us <laughs> played round three, is what that's I said. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, after round three came the beer and, sorry, <laughs> and, whiskey. and the pants. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, so after round three, um, Matt's pants went missing. No one knows how. Like, no one it's knows still how. a mystery. Randomly went missing. Yeah, it was weird. And uh, yeah, <laughs> took several hours before they turned up and, and a trip to the hotel manager. And, yeah, I'm and not sure they ever showed up. Not really. <laughs> they just placated with different pants. <laughs> um, so my first day, I played uh, a, a Californian fellow. I don't remember his name. You're around one. Let's see. Riley played... I mean, I didn't remember... Joseph Pagano. Yeah, so... Joe, uh, Joe and I played, uh, he was playing a Dark Elf Army, pretty pretty standard about like yours, if I remember correctly. And uh, I was playing a Legion of Chaos, which was a great gray shaman, uh, a bunch of, or three units of horrors, two chariots, a uh, skull cannon, and some trolls with a bird bowl. Bird bowl! Bird bowl! Yep. All the strength of a bird with the mind of a bowl. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we played our game and I was running the lore of undeath and I ran into a bit of a snafu with the, uh, the judges because I did a, um, I was putting unpainted models on the table or partially painted, you know, and they were like, well, you know, that's against the rules. And I said, well, it says army, right? Like my army list is what it says there. And they're like, well, that includes this. But thankfully Joe is a pretty nice guy. And so well, we just. The, the downside about it was that they told you to take the models off the, the table during the game. I, I, yeah, yeah the, the biggest problem with it was that I had just finished casting a spell and then they asked me to remove the models. Yeah. Right. And then walked away and Joe just looked at me and went like, let's just change it. Right. Let's just change what we did there. So it was, it worked out just fine due to a very amicable opponent. 
Um, I don't remember a lot what, of what happened, except for him trying to last turn shoot a Terrorgeist with his, uh, with his wizard, uh, dimensional cascading down a hole, and then winning me the game, and I just looked at him and he, What were we speaking about? The games flipping because of dice rolls? Yeah, like yeah. he, the best part was ha the look on his face when he realized he had just killed his wizard, lost the game because of it, to try to put wounds on a model worth nothing. On turn six. Uh, like, absolutely awesome. nothing. And yeah, like well, you've can, also just proved Matt's point about not making good decisions. Right. It was, it was, <laughs> I was like, I don't think that every everything together worked to uh, get that point. But anyway, uh, round two, I played a guy, uh, uh, Dustin. Yeah, he was playing a legion or an undead legion, but it was just vampires. He just ran it basically to not crumble. And uh, we we had a pretty yeah, it was it was a very fun game. Uh, we basically just ran at each other. Uh, there was a big swing combat in the middle of the table where I think my trolls uh, beat a flank charge from his vampire lord or something like that, and that the game just went downhill from there because then I countercharged with an entire chaos army, but um, <laughs> which was which was pretty cool. Um, he was also running Lore of Undeath. Uh, I I enjoyed you know just sort of seeing the you know, the ways we were doing it were very different, because I was basically just trying to summon archers to get some shooting and get a terror guys out there, and he was definitely trying to get, like, more gas. Um, the big fun stuff. The big fun stuff, yeah. He was a fun guy. It was nice. Uh, round three, I believe I played Skaven. Paul. Paul yeah, Turner. Paul, another Californian. Yeah, uh, his was army was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he had a gorgeous army. It he was. Got my, he got my paint book. And he had a, a beautiful I, display board to go with. Yeah, 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 well he was, it was funny because when we first began the game, he was very quiet, he was there with his girlfriend, and I wasn't sure, yeah. like, whether we were going to have a very, like, anim I'm a very animated player, so uh, I wasn't sure what sort of game we were going to have, and then turn one... Uh, because we were playing the Ford, I think it was 15 inches of deployment zone. Yep. So I couldn't escape the dreaded 13th, and he dreaded 13th. My wizard irresistibly down the whole turn one. So cast it on a single model. No, it was in a unit. It was in a unit of six or seven. It's like five. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was seven. Yeah, it was a nothing unit. Yeah. And I was like, I have nowhere I can hide on a table with no terrain. Yeah. And I was like, All right, man. And like, I think he thought I was going to get sour at that point. Yeah. So he just kept quiet, and we kept playing, and like. This whole game, and at the very end of it, we started, like, counting up, like, not the very end, but, like, turn six. We are counting up points, and he starts talking to me, and I'm like, oh, I thought we were going to do, like, a weird mute game this whole time. <laughs> but, no, he was a perfectly cool guy. He was like, yeah, yeah. I thought you were pissed off because I, you know, 13th, you're a wizard. And I'm like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> so, so I have a question about that game. Mm -hmm. Did you have to drop your wizard before he dropped his? Yes. Uh, it turns out Skaven outdrop chaos by about we ten. We had a bunch of by like about ten drops. Yeah, he was I had no, one. You mean the one unit? He had one. I had one well, unit. That's just lazy. That's what he did. Wrong. He had yeah. rap darts and he had. He had like fourteen drops and I had like six. Some so, ridiculous amount. Yeah. That's why he got. I played him in the first game. Uh -huh. I was just saying. That's why he got all jammed up in the middle because he just so many drops. Right. What's the range on Dread Thirteen? Twenty-four inches. Oh. So it's a thirty-four inch. Range cool. spell. 34? Oh. Total. Yeah. And it was the one with the tower, and uh, it turns out my army only has one thing that can get in the tower. You, you, there was no way to be more than 34 inches away from the turn one? Mm -mm. No. It really? was impossible. I yeah. thought you were only a seven bad unit. Uh, Scriptures. No, it was impossible. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you about it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. At the end of turn one, I was like, well, that was a dumb idea, and then I was like, well, I... You know, I should have hidden it, and then I was happy because I thought I could hide in the trolls, and I found out that they had FAQ sets, so you die anyway. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't at least do that. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, that was. was what is the FAQ about the trolls? It's if you cast if you cast on a unit, so you can only cast on infantry. Oh, yeah. But you can cast on anything that has infantry, yeah. and it'll kill those infantry models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yep, in a mixed if it's a mixed unit, right? Yeah, so you you get the wizard you, and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay, Ricky, you want to talk about your day one? I don't remember much of anything. Which is ironic because you never kill your brain cells with alcohol. I know. We, oh yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, um, I, I did. Dave, who? Let's see. Nate, who, you played Nate the first game. Played Nate, Riley, Nate Roberts. He had the Beastman in. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was a fun game. Um, that that was that was my draw. That was my draw. Yeah. And that that I was actually that's one of the games where like you were saying, uh, more like we were saying that. Uh, I was winning it, winning it pretty soundly, but um, he had a not he had a bowl, not a bird bowl, and I was doing oh, everything I did could. Did you play Nate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it was it was a good game, but I ended up uh, my trolls uh, failed their you know leadership eight rerollable stubborn test, so he got the trolls, and then he was able to charge the general, and like the dice went. By all accounts, I should have won that, like, probability-wise, but it just ended up being like, oh, oops. Yep. Failed. So I ended up failing four leadership roles in a row on the, you know, re-rollable leadership roles and lost me, the, or got the draw because of it. But otherwise, I think I played a pretty solid game. Again, I couldn't get to the, um, the mounds. That was the mound one. Yeah. I couldn't get to them because... You know, we both were kind of having a standoff, and he would definitely tear me up because he had his big Vestigors, which I was keeping tied up the whole game with either chaffy stuff or throwing manglers where it was a threat and everything like that. And so we had a standoff, and then by the time it was clear to move, I was just too slow to get there. So, yeah. which is the nature of my army, but it was a really good game. He's a nice guy. We played a practice game against that same army. For me to play against, yeah. it's a good way to do. He's got legions, but it's really a way to make beastmen Better. more interesting to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I love beastmen under the legion rule. I yeah. think it's. I think it makes them a lot more, a lot more viable. I mean, as long as they get the the warriors of chaos monsters, they're pretty. Like yeah. they're a fun army. Yeah. Yeah. He he had a chimera and a and a a chimera a chimera a chim chim true oh that's good. Nice. And he also had like a, a demonic mount PSB uh, one up armor save dude, three up board. I think. Yeah, he had the real ones. Yeah, and none of his characters I felt were overpowered. Even his, his bowl wasn't bird bowl. Yeah, no. bird bowl obviously came. He was running Festus <laughs> yeah. in the big block. Yeah, yeah I think Festus, I, I managed magic. to keep that block out of combat with me the whole game, so I did a oh, good wow. job with that. Because that block's hard for you. I mean, that's a pretty nice Oh, yeah, block. and I, I just, but, you know. I have a lot of tools that I can chaff up a Death Star sometimes, or put enough threat in front of it that they're scared to yeah, move as long as they me. don't roll one and charge the Death Star. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as they don't do that, <laughs> which they often do. Yeah. Um, but you know, I could. I, I think I threw out vortexes two turns at least in front of it to keep it from moving, oh, okay. and then I had to sacrifice the carpetbagger. and you know things like that. It was like just anything to keep that unit from getting across the table and tearing through me. Yeah. It was a, it was enough had, having to deal with the bowl. The bowl is really what got him the draw, 
But if that unit had it's got a, across, it's a ram horn, so. yeah. yeah, if that thing had got across the table to me, I would have been that unit. I, there was nothing I could have done. Yep. But I, yeah. So what did your game do? What's that? What game, was two. game two. Game two. Who, who did I play? You then? played uh, Ryan Freyer as Demons of Chaos. Demons of. Chaos. Oh, didn't you play the Skittle guy? Is that Skittles? Yes. Oh yeah, that was the because that was yeah. the cart, right? Right. So that's the guy who had um, the two-headed Zinc. Kairos and Kairos. Another Lord. Yeah. yeah, he had Kairos and another greater demon uh, of Zinc, and the whole army was Zinc, which I love because like there wasn't anything but Zinc in it. Um, and it was all rainbow colored. Yeah, it was yeah, really cool. Very, very, very well painted. Yeah, really cool. It was really fun. Um, nice guy. He made sure to kill my cart. Um, killing my cart put him in the position to get mangled. So he got mangled and lost the greater demon to that. Um, me and my my general and Kairos ended up fighting in a challenge. And he killed my general with Thunderstomp after like three turns. It's I important think. to mention that his general's a night goblin. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he finally, Kairos has one attack. Yes. He's yeah, like, he's thunder 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 it's the Thunderstomp that finally did him yeah. in. Um, after three turns, um, but I still won on combat res, and Kairos got ran down by Night Goblins. So uh, <laughs> did he pop? Yeah, he popped. He, he popped. popped. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. popped or yeah. crumbled or whatever. But yeah. um, and I ended up winning that game pretty soundly. You did. Yeah. Um, I can't even uh, remember how the rest of the chap went, but I just remember like killing Kairos and another greater demon of Zinch. Um, with my night goblins felt pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Okay, so your game three was against Chad Egbert. Okay. He had uh, dwarves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the East, uh, East Washington guy, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that played Fenton last round. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, super great guy. I love the, like, uh, he's a farmer out there. And he, I guess he listens to us um, when he's. In, in the tractor so, so hi chad yeah. yeah um uh we had we had a killer fun game it was I, every now and then you get an opponent who you just know you can egg on oh no never had those you didn't make that fun oh uh, no uh, so we just uh so i, I was just uh yeah I was i'm gonna there. edit that out i, was, <laughs> I, just, I can't allow why that. it was funny uh, I i'm was gonna start throwing it, things in a moment i was just giving him such a hard time and and you know, like every he would kill something, I'd tell me had to take a panic test, and he'd be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> you know, just, just because he didn't really. I don't think he really fought against my night goblins, and um, it it was just a hard match for him. It was the one where we had to try and get over to the watchtower, right? Yeah, there was a yeah, there. There. Um, I got in there for one turn, but then he, you know, with his dwarves murder faced me out the very last turn so he ended up taking the tower the last turn but i did win the game just on battle points and yep um i was able to just i i it was everything i was sending manglers through myself and him i was hitting him with trolls he was having the worst luck with his war machines but it was just it was a really funny game really fun time Nice guy. So, yep. um, yeah, I loved it. It was a good good day one. I had uh, two wins and a draw. At that point, that was tied with my best record with the Goblins. And so day two was like either going to get bet better or be my average. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, so I kind of already talked about my game one, which uh, was against uh, Paul Kunert, um, the Skaven. He basically got defeated by the um, uh, by deployment. Um, one outstanding thing that happened there, I had a, I had a unit of six while also my army was uh, host of the Phoenix King, which is basically wood elves and two phoenixes. Um, uh, Frost hearts, obviously, because you know, nobody yeah, no one nobody takes nobody takes Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt does D six and three. <laughs> we're gonna call you Flame Spire Matt from now on. Yeah, Flame Spire Matt. Okay, lazy <laughs> with no pants. The second place Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is the second. It's the second best type of Phoenix. True. The third. No, being no, it's actually the third best. No, Arcane is worse. Arcane is buffed to things that matter. Only Hiles. Anyway, go on. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile. Back on the farm. Um, so yeah, I had six wild riders, um, five war dancers, six treekin, uh, tree man ancient level four was my general, um, level four shadow, um, spellweaver, and two big units of poison archers and two phoenixes. I think that's everything. Um, so the wild riders, you know, typically with wild riders, you charge them into something, they wreck face, and then they die. And um, in this game, um, he magicked off one of them, and then the other five managed to kill two blocks of Skaven without taking any wounds. Jeez. Which, um, <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened. But, like that four plus six plus. Though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was just, yeah, I was making every you save. Get the full four plus. Yeah, it's so good. And he failed fear tests, you know, whatever it was, some combination. I chewed through slaves and then i chewed through uh clan rats and and didn't lose another dude um so that was the highlight of that game for me um he i think he he wasn't aggressive enough with his a bomb because i think he was afraid of it dying to poison shooting i'm like there's no way i'm going to kill that a bomb it's... and it, you didn't did you not have a flaming banner no no yeah, flaming. So it just no it was just gonna i had one guy with a flaming shot uh, like literally the BSB had Starfire shafts. Oh, just Starfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you have against the A-Bomb? Because the Frost Phoenixes aren't afraid against it either. No, I, no my idea with the A-Bomb is to stay the hell away from it. And yeah. so I did. And then he made like a 17-inch charge with it on turn four. <laughs> uh, and and uh, he he got into Treekin with it, which is about the best I have for yeah. it. Because he won't kill all the tree kin in any one turn it's really unlikely and then i can just heal them back and he up won't again. kill three of them yeah what's, what's the initiative on, on tree kin yeah. there are only three yeah. so he goes well, it's first. not bad though it's not two it's not two no so he goes first and and you know he'll kill a bunch of them and then i'll heal back a bunch of them next mm -hmm. turn so and that's kind of what happened i, I held the a bomb up for the rest of the game with those with that unit um so yeah like i said the, the deployment basically screwed him though so i got a minor win with that one um, next game was against, um, Jeremy Strofe, who is running the Rose City Wrath. Um, so that's a tournament down in Oregon in the middle of May. Uh, he had his Ogre Kingdoms army. Um, I think, I mean, I tabled him by turn four and I really think that, that, uh, he, he made a couple of key misplacements with not knowing where his general was exactly. Mm. Um, and he was outside the 12 inch bubble he he 
like weird things happened when when his general made way um, into a combat. Um, so, uh, you know, because he made way, he was then out of twelve inches of another unit, which I shot and and it panicked off. And um, he charged a frostheart phoenix with six man eaters, did nowhere near enough wounds, and lost the combat by two. And they were then. Uh, out of range of the general, oh, no. and they ran, and the Frostheart chased them down. Any of them great weapons? Um, I don't think any of them had great weapons, and I think I had the four up ward yeah. um, on it, and or maybe I had the plus one strength. One of the two good ones, mm. and and I just yeah, I, I did enough damage back that that I think he did zero wounds, and I did two or three more. I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but they didn't survive one. Well, they don't have great weapons. I mean, they're they're wounding on sixes. I think he had poison yeah, as well. Poison's oh, um, poison's good. Okay. Yeah. But but didn't roll any sixes. Okay. I mean, really, the dice the dice screwed him. He failed leadership uh, tests. Left yeah, that's and right. That's a yeah. His rhino his not a rhino charges, but the Mornfang. Um, after uh, they panicked off because of another unit breaking. Uh, you know, it was just it was all horrible for him. Um, so. Yeah, I felt I felt kind of bad, um, and then game three was against Matt, uh, the Wizard Tower, which we had played the night before or two nights before against each other. Against each other, so we could see how we would play it. So we and we talked through all of our strategies for it, and we revised our strategies based on it, and so it was kind of like the absolute that's, that's worst the case curse, scenario. Though. Yeah. Um, never, never played directly before. I think uh, I think I played. Uh, reasonably well. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, take long breaks and just don't know the rules. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what what hurt me was uh, um, two things. One, uh, not realizing that when the cauldron charges out of the unit, it can it can wheel while it's still inside the unit, um, and not. I thought that it would have to come out of the unit and then wheel. And so it was able to make a charge that I didn't think it could make. Um, so apparently, because it's a character, um, it just it wheels as you if just it's a charge. You look at the and then yeah. basically the you unit. Just, yeah. 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 It's, it's just like a character. You fudge like, it into the rules for character, character wheel. Characters still have to wheel. Yeah, they have to wheel. They have to move forward and then wheel. No, they How? don't. They don't? No, apparently. So I didn't expect you that. You have to have a legal landing position. Like as you, well, after we should also we should also yeah. preface that we're playing virtual pivots. Like, I'm not, you know, yeah, yeah but you're never doesn't, allowed to pivot. Doesn't you're matter. One ninety degree wheel, period, in a charge ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so so effectively the cauldron unit. Um, uh, well, there was anyways, basically the unit doesn't get in the way of the cauldron. I'm guessing. Yeah. So the cauldron unit exactly. The cauldron unit was facing towards some terrain. Um, there was a charge out, but if, if, if the cauldron would have had to move straight and clear the unit before it wheeled, it wouldn't have been able to make the charge because sure. of the terrain, which is why I thought my unit was safe. Um, but it wasn't. And then I think I lost combat by one and then failed a leadership 10. Uh, yeah. So you weren't super concerned about it even when I made the charge. No, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Proving that again, skill is how you... Yeah. And then they ran off the board and that was my only unit that could get in the tower and yep. blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, okay, I could have put, put archers in the tower, but 
Yeah, well, not, and also, not when there's yeah, I think it's important there. to talk about the fact that it's a haunted tower. It's a haunted it tower. It kills you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's exactly. not relevant for 40 clan rats, but it is relevant for seven on well, lore. Yeah. The same, I mean, once the cauldron went out of the unit, the witches walked into the tower. Yeah. Sure, but there's... Yeah, yeah so there, it was basically um, one of the reasons why, I'm, I'm like, there's one thing happens and there goes the game. That was definitely one of those games. Um, so... Um, that was my game three, um, which was a minor loss to Matt. So game four, I'll just keep rolling. Yeah. Uh, game four for me was against Nate, who we talked about earlier with the Beast of Chaos Army. Um, he played Ricky. He also played my son. Um, so he kind of got like three of the... And I, and I helped him uh, with that list. <laughs> there you go. Get the base rule book. Uh, not in here. Okay. Uh, I've got it on my computer, um, but uh, the I think the rule book's just outside. I can get it for you in a bit. Um, so Nate, um, I think Nate Nate put his big block of uh, beastmen, the the gore that he had, uh, way off on one flank, and I had basically done a refused flank on that flank so i had my phoenix and my lot riders on that flank but other than that everything else was on the opposite flank and so he spent the entire game trying to get that unit over and into combat and spent the first turn staying well away from everything i don't know why he didn't move oh no hang on i do i might asthma him <laughs> <laughs> so sure. why, why wouldn't he move well he was speed one. he was speed one exactly two i'm like i don't want that unit coming anywhere near me um, so yeah, he marched all of his four inches or whatever it happened to be. Um, that was a, my, I think it was a minor win to me. Uh, you know, I think I used itchy nuisance, honestly. Itchy well. nuisance. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way to go guys. Yeah. I know. We're, we're such jerks. We are yeah, jerks. jerks. We just brought the jerk from <laughs> Um, yeah, we brought Anthony. And I, I found the, <laughs> yeah, dear. <laughs> Yeah, nobody uh, likes Anthony. That's not true. I <laughs> yeah, we all like Anthony. Anthony. He's very entertaining. Um, <laughs> so, where was I? Yes, um, that was the scenario where you had to to either find the banner or find the decoys. The decoys all looked like ducks, which I liked. Yeah. Um, so my wild riders had. Oh, the... I get it now. Oh, okay. Uh, just, uh, just, just got him. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> woo! Like a month later. Just, just whoosh. <laughs> Um, so, so my wild riders found the banner on the first turn and then just ran and hid behind the rest of my army. Um, so that kind of ruined that scenario for him. And then game five, um, I played rain dog from OFCC. Um, Eric Weber had his wood elf army. So it was an elf off. Uh, oh, he, he, uh, I really want to make a pun. Yeah. <laughs> You can totally make a pun, just not egg puns. Oh, okay. Wait, what? What? He's telling you to go help yourself. Yeah. Help myself. Yeah. Um, so we played, um, he had like a, a Swedish 16 or something ridiculous elf army. It was extremely light. Mm. Um, so I basically punished him for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he charged a Frostheart Phoenix with the dragon. And I don't think he really appreciated how irritating Frostheart Phoenixes are. Um, that I'm, minus one strength. Yeah, the minus one strength that always strikes last, took away his rerolls. Um, and that that combat lasted most of the game and until I eventually, you know, uh, killed him. 
and uh, yeah, did the same with his Dream Man. So um, I won that game, but uh, I think the I end up coming about eighth, somewhere somewhere around there. Um, little my painting wasn't a hundred percent. My scenario points because of um, you know somebody who should remain unnamed from round three. Um, we're not quite up to snuff, but eighth was, you know, reasonable. I think it was about eighth, somewhere around there. Yeah. Anyway, that was me. Uh, okay. Well, my, my round four, I played, uh, a, a man named Moses, who, yeah. uh, we had a great game. We played on that terrible, uh... Did he part the Red Sea? <laughs> well, we played on that lava table with the giant, <laughs> nice. you know, red parted in the middle. Yeah, so, uh, he was playing Combat Dwarves. Right, which was pretty great with Ungrim Incarnate of Fire. Yeah, Ungrim! And uh, turn one, you know, he was running the vanguard, so he got turn one, everything moved forward, and he was, I don't know, about like maybe five inches in front of my entire army. And since uh, he uh, he didn't get a whole lot going with the shooting phase or his fireball, I don't think it did anything. But uh, turn one, I looked at him and went, well, they're called Troll Slayers, so we're going to find out whether that's apt, right? <laughs> Sent my Trolls and Chimera into it. Nice. Uh, which was a very smart plan, I feel, because I didn't trap Ungrim with a troll, and he beat my Chimera to death immediately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we played a very, very relaxed game. It was very fun. Um, at the very end, uh, he epically slaughtered Bird Bowl. Uh, who, who passed, I think, three ward saves the entire tournament by him charging into... I charged Bird Bowl into his quarrelers. You used up all your ward saves in the game against I him. I did. Oh, I got them back. Don't worry. <laughs> They're back. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I charged Bird Bowl. I think he had three wounds remaining into a unit of quarrelers, and with their eight attacks, hitting on fours and winning on sixes, they killed him. Oh, no. <laughs> Didn't run him down. Nope, straight dead. Straight up dead. <laughs> uh, so, so, I so Bird Bowl, uh, just to, I mean, we know what Bird Bowl is, but just to kind mm. of explain the setup for Bird Bowl. Well, so Bird, Bird Bowl has two two setups. One is the uh, the one I run uh, in in my Legion of Chaos mm -hmm. because I can't take the Talisman of Prez on him because warriors lose their Chaos armor when they take the, the yep. heavy armor, right? Yep. So he has the uh, the what is it, Armor of Destiny, Yep. the 4+. plus. He has that, uh, he has a great weapon, and an Arabian carpet, so he can fly. And a Mark of Zinch for the 3 plus ward save, so he has yep. a 5 plus armor save and a 3 of ward. And he's a, a Minotaur? He's a Doom Bull, yeah. So he's a, yeah, he's a Doom Bull, he's got the D3 impact hits, and he's quite a beast. He is. And, yeah, watching him die over and over again is definitely <laughs> one of my favorite things. <laughs> like, that game with Moses, I definitely could have just won. I would have won, like, based on the point differential for just Bird Bowl, but I was like, nah. Nah, he's nah, got to he, get in he, there. He, he could solve this. No, he could not. <laughs> uh, and then my last round, I played uh, Lustrian God from the Ordo forms. I don't remember... What his real name is? Yeah. His real name, for those at home... Chris, maybe? I'm going to go with another Matt. Let's go with Matt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael. Michael. Yeah. And uh, we we also had a pretty fun game. What we didn't we didn't talk about the last scenario is uh, you can basically cast a super spell. Yep. Where you use the mm -hmm. uh, the points you've gathered from the scenarios throughout the rest of the tournament. And neither of us had read it at all. <laughs> uh, so my turn three, or yeah, I think turn three, I finally read it at the beginning of my turn and went, oh, so I'm going to cast this spell at you, right, at his big block of Temple Guard with Lord Croak, 
uh, and I get I get it off and do nothing. It was like forty <laughs> Temple Guard, right? With two characters. Nope, zero. Nothing zero happened. Wins. Uh, which was pretty funny. I also st- I uh, glean magic, Lord Croak's uh, <laughs> spell, and that's like the only. Isn't that the only thing in the entire game that actually says if he loses his spell, he automatically yeah, gets it Yeah, he has a again? special rule that says he gets the spell back. But I did steal, like, destruction of cities. Or, and then that horror unit immediately died. Like, they stole it and <laughs> oh, just got decimated. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we had, we had a very fun game. Uh, it didn't... Uh, it, the only bad part was I, w- I probably would have had a, uh, a massive victory, but we couldn't play six turns. Oh, okay. That's why I've stopped playing uh, Lore of Undeath. It's not fair to my opponents. It just it takes so much time. Like I I always tell like it takes time for people, especially as it's so new, Mm -hmm. to figure out whether they wanted to spell. Right? And then it takes me time to get the model out and then I'm building these huge armies, right? So it's it's just sort of a pain. I think it's the perfect uh, friendly game thing because it just turns games into these right. not so a table like right. oh my god look at That's all the cool it. stuff on the table but yeah like you're saying it just slows it down and it's so yeah. cumbersome to move around a tournament yep, the giant scene. box is not fun it's just like uh, but i am bringing it to sparkle party okay good, good. yeah right i you know ricky runs special events and you know you gotta do something special for him so kind of. before ricky goes i just want to interject because ricky had me worried that i had accidentally cheated aiden so i looked this up in the rule book accidentally yeah and then i looked this up in the back, and it is not, of course it's not, it's not in the BRB. Right, because but it's torch up. if, the closest thing you've got, um, Nash's Fact 12.16, um, uh, can a character, or can he start wheeling inside a unit, referring to characters, wheeling out of units. He yep. can wheel and move inside the unit, but must completely leave. So, it's ambiguous in the basic rules, the fact that it exists, as you can. So, sure, so your fan, so I did not, I, your I, fanfic I, errata does fix it. Yeah. Yes, the, <laughs> yeah. fanfic, the fanfic says I can. Yeah. GW is silent on the matter. Yeah, I'm, Because know, GW is no, not... GW is clear on it. You get one wheel yeah, on GG. any model yeah. on any uh-huh. charge. That's fine, I only use one wheel. Yeah, but you used it before you left the unit, and you can you can break yeah, the one in rule, right? About you can break you the can one in rule, which you are instantly when you charge out of the unit. So you're breaking the one in rule, but that still means you have to clear the unit before you do your wheel. Why? Ricky says you you cheated because you're you can't do it to me. It's party. party. Welcome, welcome you to can't Saturday and Sunday, Matt. Let's just yeah. the future. Said, when you nothing, do this, I read the part about characters charging out of the unit, the BRB, and saying anything like that. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying the second that you move one millimeter past the front of the unit, you are technically out of the unit. Now you can still, still be within an inch of the unit because you're on a charge. That means you have to clear the rest of the models before you're allowed to do your wheel. In my mind, this is what I'm saying. I in my mind, you are saying so, yeah. and respectfully disagree. Okay. Yeah, okay. Matt, Matt can be wrong. But, <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, you're, you you respectfully disagree because it favors you. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I happened to do it to the guy who helped write this fact. That's true. It's true. Yeah. Aiden. Yeah. It's a big mistake. Yeah. I've well, never it's looked easily uh, any. I think that one came from the Swedes. It's give him out the Like I said, I, you're probably right. It just some like it does make it. It makes it so characters can act more like they should when you're yeah. talking about a character, but when you're talking about a chariot. Yeah. It feels a little gamey to me. I mean, that's just Matt Ward. But that's the that's game. It, the, yeah. Anyway, anyway, Matt, you're up. Oh, what am I? What am I doing? You're doing your games four and five. Oh. Games four and five. We're doing crisscross. Uh, what was four? Four was Arturo. Art? Yep. Okay. Um, he had what? Malekith. Oh, 
He had a cauldron of blood. In a unit of cold. In a unit of cold one night against two doom divers, he was doomed. Literally, <laughs> um, by the end of I got I think I got the first turn, which was probably the first time in the tournament I think. Um, and before he got to move his cold one nights, he only had Malekith, the cauldron, and the unit standard left. So here's a question: Did he allocate one hit from each doom diver onto the cauldron? No, because it it happened at a at this time. I think I got like. Five hits with the first one and like six hits with the second one, and just took off that many. And so there was nothing to allocate to, I don't think. No, so you so, allocate that it's like anything else, you can allocate hits to characters when so, you hit. Well, so, of a different unit type. Different, so, right, yeah. Note no, something people that like use these um, mixed units often do not do, or if you're shooting at them, you often do not know. If you have a mixed unit where you mm -hmm. have like a monstrous cab and an infantry unit, it doesn't matter how many rank or file are left, you can always allocate. Um, a One. division of the hits to you can the mix. or you have to. You can. Okay. And it's yeah. specifically in the in the section under how it works with shooting at mixed units. And in a month, yeah. that won't matter. Yeah, and maybe he should. Yeah, you'll learn in rules that you yeah. know, aren't going to matter. He, yeah. Maybe he should have, but he didn't. Well, most people don't know that. So, but yeah. Yeah. So then he uh, he decided to try and run his. He tried to take that lone um, cold one night and run off and hide it behind some impassable terrain, and then. Oh, Doom Divers. And you're like, but there's still Doom Divers. There's still Doom Divers. So <laughs> I, I could just indirect fire right onto him, and I took out his um, Cold One Knights by on the first shot of the Doom Diver on turn yeah, two. Yeah, just swooped in there. But technically, then, the, uh, the Cauldron can't go in the Cold One Knights, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it can. No, we found that out recently after. It can't? No. Why? Um, okay. it's, it's, well, I mean, I'm guessing it's the sidecar that screws it up. Well, yeah. it's, it's the combination of the cauldron's rule right, and the sidecar rule. The, yeah. So the cauldron says it can only join the front rank of a unit, uh, and the sidecar rule says if you're an right, admiral right, right. base size, you have to join the side. Right. And I was thinking it could, and we, I, I think it's, we it's talked about this rules and because it's rule. not an inclusive. Well, I was thinking it wouldn't have to sidecar because it's it's 100 mil deep. But because it's 60 mil wide, it's not compatible. So if you ever oh, had right. three right. ranks of cold one nights, that third rank of cold one nights wouldn't be even across. Sure. True. So it has to sidecar, but it can't sidecar. Yeah, no, I don't really care. If you want I mean, to put a cauldron in your cauldron nights, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, a, not, it's just an interesting rule. It, it's, like, yeah. I, I always thought the cauldron, I, I mean, I thought the cauldron was an inclusive rule that basically stated. Uh, you know, it has to be deployed in the center of the unit, right? Yeah. Not, it can't be deployed in, the, like, it, you know, basically what Matt just said, it can't be deployed in a unit where it cannot do that. I was just so used to Skaven, I was shocked the bloody cauldron could leave the unit. Blow <laughs> <laughs> oh, your mind? Yeah, I'm like, the like I want my bell to charge. Yeah, well, totally. So the other thing is, like, I have a joint Dark Rider sometimes. I didn't know this until, like, two days ago. And I can't do that. His last you game was one day ago. You can't do it with any cap, then. You can't do it with no. You can't, you can't do, do it with, with any anything twenty-five mil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got to be a twenty mil. It has to be on the twenty mils. Okay. To be fair, uh, and, and dark elves, the it, only it does thing make sense. And when you think about yeah. it, it's really clear, and it's something yeah. I had no idea about. Until yeah, days interesting. Ago. Yeah. Again, we do not care what you, you do. Just, did you yeah. just use Warhammer rules and really clear in in the same sentence? Well, yeah. well, it's funny. I was actually looking up something else in the Swedish back and found it, but they didn't explain it all. And yeah. um, that document that Aiden edited has it very clearly explained with the reason why. And then I went You're back welcome. to the base rule. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Huh. Oh, oops. All right. Um, what was right. your game six? Oh, but you won that game. Or game five. Yeah, I, I ended up uh, getting a small win on that one. It wasn't the big win, but it was a small win. Um, 
you know, uh, Malik, like, I, I kept whiffing hard against the cauldron. I couldn't just take it out. Um, Malekith kept pretty close to the cauldron to keep re-rolling everything that he was throwing at me, um, which, some good magic. Um, but in the end, it didn't really help him. He moved his unit of Corsairs, I think it was, into a building and yeah. just left him in there. He didn't... He didn't move him out at all, I think, um, which he could have, um, but he was really scared of my, um, some of my, like, um, manglers and hoppers were controlling whole parts of the board for him to the point where he was running away and staying away well, I mean, from... he did hear that they killed the Lord of Change. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that's what it was, and, um... So, in the very end, though, he was trying to get gamey with Malekith on charging, but I could just... I have huge blocks, um, and I would just keep reforming into big, wide lines that he couldn't charge past. He would charge in, and I just had static combat res, so he was never able to kill me with Malekith. Like, in the end, he was sending Malekith in, um, losing combat, but still passing barely, so I wasn't ever quite able to pull down Malekith, but um, he just was... Impudent against me with the impudent. Block. No, impudent. Impudent. I mean, it's, it's, it's very cheeky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the the amount. I mean, that's two plus word save, right? That's true. That's cheeky, pretty cheeky. cheeky. Save. Yeah. <laughs> against against the number of bodies I had, it just like there's he could not get through me. So. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a it was fun to uh, to take down the the Malekith army. It was nice. Fun. I feel good about that. So New game five. five. Moses. Got to play Moses. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was a... That's another one where um, it, it comes down to uh, failing that one re-rollable uh, leadership save on a panic. And I'll come I mean, back they should more. point out that Moses is playing, what, no War Machine Dwarves? Or no, no, double, 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 double Organ Gun. Double Organ Gun. Double organ gun. Yep. His, his was not like a screw-around dwarf list. No, it was it's, a solid build. His, it just didn't have cannons. His yeah, is probably the best dwarf list I've seen in a long time. And it was a lot of fun to play. Yeah, besides mine. Which well, I've never played yours. Well, yours had a dragon. Yeah. Uh, no, a not the first time I played it. <laughs> but, the second time. Um, it, it was just a lot of fun. So we w it was Blood and Glory, so it took off my general, my BSB, my unit standard. So I lost the game. We sh I shook his hand, but we played it out all the way through, yeah. and I gave him a good fight. I did not roll over, but he still won the game. But yeah. um, I was like, it was down to the point where he had like, I think one of his quarrelers left. I think he had two long beards left. Um, I killed all of the slayers but Ungram, and so it was like, and it was one of those uh, games where I didn't roll the. Uh, the magic missile on my shaman or a magic missile for my uh, wizarding hat so i didn't have the tools to take out those last few units and or those last few models yeah, of those that units. so i was having to like throw out huge templates to try and take out one guy and and you know or shooting at him with doom divers and scattering off this one guy it was just, just like oh i just can't get this one guy to get those points otherwise um if i could have gotten the last couple long beards I probably would have tied the game, but I just couldn't quite get there. So damn those dwarves! Yeah, it's also important to say. But he's such a fun guy to play. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I give him my favorite. Yeah. Fun, but also important that his army was really cool. 
Mm-hmm. Like his, he had a giant Slayer unit, and it had just every Slayer, just nice, all of them, all over the place. It was very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, was it a giant Slayer unit? There or? were giant Slayers in the unit. Okay. So don't worry about that. Okay, I was, I was wondering yeah. if it was a unit of giant Slayers. Yeah, it was, or? It was, okay. it was, you know. And then he had the uh, um, what was the was it was an M name, wasn't it the the Malachi's w- Goblin Yards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used those as his organ guns. Yep. He had two of those. Those are great models. So those were pretty cool. And nice. then, so yeah, there we, was some a good Slayer theme to the army that was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was very cool. You know, uh, as a as a kid, I remember reading the story about Moses and how, like, he grew up in the in the pyramids and mm-hmm. or whatever else you know with the Egyptians and like his best buddy was Ramses. And I remember writing both the names down and I'm like, hang on, these both end in the same syllable. And yet we pronounce one Moses and one, one Ramses. I'm like, why Why isn't he Moses? So for like, I, I insisted. Blow your mind. Yeah, no, I insisted on calling him Moses from that point onwards. Like, oh, you mean Moses? Yeah, yeah. Ramses, yeah. brother. Then later you found about <laughs> translations. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but no, it entertained me for ages. <laughs> anyway. I'm easily entertained. Okay, Matt, game four. So game four, I played... Uh, some dude. You played Joe Urban. So I played Joe Urban, who came up from California, and I think was also, I think I met him at Masters previous to that. Um, but he uh, was playing uh, Double Terror Guys Vampire Counts. It was actually a pretty high comp list because it wasn't particularly um, dirty besides Double Terror Guys. So it was like Double Terror Guys and lots of infantry. Um, and... We played the like pick up the card scenario, um, and playing as double terror guys, I kind of a low model count army. I ended up splitting, sort of trying to go half on each flank and um, trying to pressure him to have to either split the terror guys or push both on one side where I could either run away or the witch elves wouldn't care. Um, and it was a really interesting, very tactical game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think either two or three turns, he didn't have a BSB because he was Vampire Counts, and you have to pick up the cards. And we have most of the cards, but there's one card in the forest, but two or three turns, he failed the ten once to pick up. And then eventually he had to go somewhere else with his Vampire Lord, and the witches got to those skeletons, and got to that card, and that was the card that mattered. And he was just going to be able to pick it up with his Vampire Lord and fly away to the far corner of the board. But he rolled 11, twice. So I got really lucky there. Um, but this is, not, this is not a game that's decided by yeah, some there are, there are So I definitely got lucky rolls. on the scenario. <laughs> yeah. um, the game itself was really close, and and I think I would probably get really boring going into like the the Minution. movement phase of it. Um, but the the summary is that the terror guys did end up being forced to split up. The vampire lord had to split their, its attention, and the fast cow uh, was able to barely hold one flank while the witches were able to get a lot of points. Um, and it ended up with a small win to me. Um, it was a really good game. I, I did I did forget to mention that I think everyone uh, basically found their card like turn one. Like at the most, all the tables around me, like because mm-hmm. uh, Anthony was playing next to me, it was always in the deployment zone. Yeah. Like it wasn't that wasn't intended. They were random. Like it was shuffled. It just kept happening. Yeah. So like Moses had his entire because he was playing that Vanguard dwarf. Every, he had all the cards except for one, which was the one I had, which was the flag. That's funny. I was like, why are we hiding this? So I knew, <laughs> so we didn't know until there five. So mm-hmm. what happened to me is ours was actually in a forest in the middle of the table. And my hopper boss got in there, but failed his leadership test. So he couldn't pick it up. And I had figured out that it wasn't in any of the other train I controlled. And I could tell that Art 
by his disappointment the way he was pressing me didn't, didn't, have, didn't it. have it yeah and so i was <laughs> but like but your hopper boss is random so, move <laughs> yeah so my, so my, my hopper boss got murdered and he was random move right and then so I send a mangler into the world, <laughs> but the mangler's leadership three. Yeah. So I'm sitting there just moving the hop with the mangler around in the woods, and he because I'm threatening his army with it, but really I was just trying to keep it in the woods <laughs> so I could try and pass that leadership three and see if that was it. Doesn't it also take dangerous for? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I took one wound doing that, but he couldn't shoot me because I was mangler in the woods, woods. Yeah. and so yeah. like. His his um his dark riders couldn't quite hit me, and they were staying way away. There, he's like never coming within eighteen That's inches. He's like no. Yeah. Well, you only get one of them because Mangler has soft cover. Uh, but it's still also six is two. Oh no, it's D four. Anyway. anyway, Mangler in the woods sounds like an album name. It was yeah, yeah, it was yeah, really funny though. But I, I was like, I just can't pass a leadership three. <laughs> Go figure. Right? I mean, yeah, it's leadership three. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to pass it. Ask my master's opponents. They got leadership three, like, uh, down. Nailed. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, I think he eventually just ran in. Well, of course, those are masters, right? Masters. That's right. Yeah. They have the special days. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> he finally, the very last turn, ran the Dark Riders into that woods and got the card. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, back at the ranch with Matt. <laughs> Game so that was five. game four. So game five, I played Anthony, um, and we played. So the scenario for game five, we didn't really talk about, but like all your other loyalty points add up, and you get to use them to either dispel your opponent's spell or cast spells. Um, and Anthony uh, was able to get rid of basically my entire fast cap bus turn one. Uh, via the scenario spell not even the ogre army the scenario spell just like wiped out the dark riders um and let's see I failed to send a charge with the warlocks and um my wizard went down the hole but um witches are really good against ogres like really really good against ogres and so it's just sort of bit by bit the rest of my army ended up being able to join while the witches kept oh. grinding against ogres. Want, witches are good against everything no Man. witches are really good against lots of things right. but witches are especially good against ogres. sure and oh. two this is the anthony that we've been ragging on this whole time yeah that's, who that's, actually finished the tournament with more victory points than anybody else yeah we we did well yeah <laughs> um so no, I mean, it was it was a good game. It was really close. Like most of the game was one big combat in the middle that was like us throwing our crap from the sides into this combat where it was the witches against whatever ogre unit or two ogre it's, units. It's they that again approach. And at the time, um, <laughs> and um, so the sort of the early bad luck turned around because I kept being able to hold or break against the ogre units and uh, was able to get. Um, get a win there. There were literally seven models on the table at the end of the game on both sides combined. That's a sign of a good game. Yeah, yeah really those are the best. Yeah. Those are the best. Um, and then you start counting it up. You're like, how did I win? Yeah, <laughs> well, most of them, I, like I have most of my characters left besides the gas. Yeah. So I ended up getting the middle win, or I guess the small win. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so um, just looking at our overall results. Um, so the way that they the way that they weighted this, um, there was twenty five points in uh, available in each of four categories: uh, painting, sports, 
battle and narrative points. Um, and so what ended up happening is the spread was actually pretty small. So um, Matt, Matt took best overall and by a considerable amount. He, he was 83 and then second was 76. Ooh, this man. <laughs> but there uh, um, from... There, there was two at 76, 175, two at 74. So like the next five places were all just a spread of two points. Um, so second was Eric Weber that I played in my last game. And, and Ryan Monsell, who came down with us from Seattle, came in third. I think there was a tiebreaker that um, meant that he finished third rather than saying, I'm not sure how the tiebreakers worked. Um, Moses came fourth that we talked about. Paul Kurnert with his Skaven came fifth, and then Anthony came in sixth. I was nowhere near it. I don't know what I was talking about. I was like 14th. Um, so I think, uh, Riley, you came in ninth. Ricky, you came in 12th. And I, I was near eighth. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I was having one of those um, was schizophrenic moments. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, Highlight of the tournament for me, um, Finton, my son, came to the tournament. Um, he brought Carl Franz and a bunch of one-up armor saves and a Lore of Life wizard. Um, and and he managed to table Dan Miner, um, who you know had brought a Tomb King's army, who had no way to run away from Carl Franz. Um, was was Dan? He, he definitely brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Maybe a sponge. It's two yeah. things. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> a damp sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah damp one. Not even a dried up hard one. No. It's just a damp one. But ultimately, then on the way home, uh, so this was a really cool part. We finished up the tournament. On the way home, uh, we I'd had a. a a Facebook message from one of our uh, listeners who said, hey, um, why don't you call into the pizza place that I, that I work at on your way home? Uh, it'd be great to meet you. So it turns out he manages this uh, place called John's Incredible Pizza Company, which uh, the best way to describe it, I described it to my to my wife, is um, it's like Pizza Planet from Toy Story. You know, it is is all-you-can-eat pizza buffet and pasta and salad and like mm -hmm. five different buffets. And then all these uh, uh, arcade games and and, and a, like a roller coaster. Yeah, like, there's like something a, in there. There was rides and yeah. dodgems and and uh, you know everything and bottomless root beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I had like four ice cream cones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a day. Thankfully, they didn't have a milkshake awesome. stand for Anthony. Oh yeah, Anthony, yeah. we would have died oh, in the car. That's true. So a big thanks to uh, Josh uh, for inviting us, and he he comped us uh, all we could eat, and which was amazing. We did eat a lot. We did, and uh, and my kids were there. Um, Fitton was playing, and my 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 daughter Genevieve came down for the ride, so they had a great time. Um, so many thanks to him for that. And so if you guys are in like the, it's in Beaverton, which is kind of in the Portland area. Right by Washington Square. Okay. Yeah. So if you're, if you're in that area, go check it out, especially if you've got kids. But even if you don't, um, it, it was pretty it was awesome. Like, it was like, uh, like somewhere in between like Chuck E. Cheese and Dave and Buster's, right? Like yeah. it had games that adults want to play, but also your children can't be here without a you know, Yeah, problem. exactly. It was you know, it was the same sort of. I, I'd never. I've been to Chuck E. Cheese before, and I'm like kind of underwhelmed by it. It's. I don't mean that it's gross. I mean, yeah, it's conceptually, really. Conceptually, yeah, that. exactly. It's like if you were going to do it, um, uh, if you were going to do it right, that's you would end up with this yeah. this place. So I really liked it, and I'll definitely go back if we're back that direction again. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. 
So Sparkle Party is coming up in just a couple of days. Um, I still have to finish off some bits and pieces for it. I think we all do. <laughs> Yeah, no one likes Matt. Yeah. Um, and Ricky is actually sitting, finishing off bits and pieces for it right now with yep. scraping these uh, dimensional cascade templates. So I just want to call these out um, first off. The, so if you see the the logo that we have for the podcast um, <coughs> is is a this magic circle that uh, Ricky put together of the eight wins of magic. Well, I didn't put it together. I stole it from GW, but well, it's, don't sue me, GW. It's kind of yeah, your, I, I don't have it. any money. I didn't mean that word. <laughs> it's your it's your own variation on it, right? It's not uh, it's not GW's, um, and so it's also not selling them. Yeah. Yes. Um, even still, actually, when I went to get the T-shirts printed and told them that yeah, you don't was, have to sell it to be stealing it. Yeah, so. exactly. They wouldn't yeah. even let me print T-shirts on it until we had shown it. It was basically fan fan fiction version. I mean, we of, did just have a discussion about them trying to own the word or the the, the word space, 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 space marine. Space marine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so um, thankfully I, I have a contact at Games Workshop and you know, ended up speaking bet, to the lawyer. I bet if this was for 40k and this was some kind of 40k template. I probably would have got a cease and desist. Yeah, they would have been. But because this is because this is fantasy, they're like, ugh, we don't even care about fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so the logo we, we printed uh, out on, or it gets uh, etched out onto um, acrylic and given out as the is the large template for whenever you actually dimensionally cascade. So if you if you come to one of our tournaments. And and you are unlucky enough to roll that two to four, and you miscast. Uh, we give out one of these templates to everyone who doesn't doesn't yet have one. It's amazing how quickly um, the whole community ends up getting one. You don't have one yet, Matt. No, oh. the, the worst. Matt is far too. He's too good. Remember what we were just talking about? It's not about dice, man. That's right. It's, he's far too conservative. He only throws one die. <laughs> one die spells. Um, anyway, so. Um, and then, and then we've got a bunch of smaller templates, small round templates for all the other, all the other awards. Pardon me, um, for the rest of the tournament. And you've also given out like uh, arcs for different things. We give out arcs for Arc King of Castadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, w I was actually contemplating doing the arcs for this one, but then I was like, until we know whether Ninth needs an arc, or we just have. <laughs> Good thought. I was like, why? Why not just use what we do know will be there, which is the templates. Plus, which you know, are the, these basic. translate to 40k, which is where we're all going. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Flame templates. Um, I have not, and I want to do flame templates. Um, Worst necklace they're, ever. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're really hard to get a design onto. Although I'm I'm considering also in the future doing a different template shape for each category, and the flame template would be for uh, painting. Because then it would have a big brush oh, sure. on it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is to do widgets. Like, mm -hmm. so oh, like, I could never get a flame template. You could never get a flame template. Yeah, you bought an army. You could get a least painted oh, flame you, template. Yeah, you bought that dwarf army. I didn't buy this dwarf army. You were given this dwarf army. It was a gift. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's actually worth mentioning. We forgot to say that that uh, Matt made a bet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when we were sitting around waiting for the BSB results, he said, with, with Moses, I think I right? might win. Ricky's like, you don't think you're actually going to win. I was like, I think I might win. Did yeah, I say I didn't? Yeah, you were like, yeah, hey, really? Can't give you something? Really? Really? I mean, you? we all just assumed you were going to get second place. Like, right, <laughs> yeah. right there. Basically. 
So I, I bet that I would take a no war machine war party. Yes, if you want. If I want. It's no no shooting, wasn't it? Well, I'm not taking any shooting. I, oh, okay. So I, I thought the bet was actually no shooting. Oh, okay. shoot. Sure, I figured that, yeah. Okay. All right, so that's what's coming to Sparkle Party. So I'm taking no war machine dwarves. It's too powerful. But they, it is actually fairly powerful. Matt <laughs> 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 I broke no war machine dwarves. It's okay. As long as you only come second, there'll be no outcry. Right, like, like a gentleman. And if Dale comes down, he can come third, because that's his position, apparently, is coming third. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, where was I? I was talking about templates. Oh, uh, um, because we were going to talk about Sparkle Party. Yeah, so it's coming up on Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's 2,500 points. So, um, Ricky, for the first time ever, has introduced comp. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Ruining Warhammer. <laughs> But it, it was it was just a, a way to comp unbound armies. Right. So, come on. And it worked. And, mean, and Anthony's bringing that army. For I the did of the say game, so. that anybody who brings all giants gets to play uncomp. So there you go. <laughs> so there, I I did. Make I so, forgot about that. So let's talk about the comp because. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wish somebody does it, but I I, I haven't no. heard any solid rumors that somebody is. Yeah, no so. going to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unless you have them all there, because I think you need like a minimum of seven. Something. Like we eight, figured yeah, it out. Yeah, eight maybe. I don't know. I um, only own it. <laughs> you have enough? Oh, I own so many giants. I'm obsessive. <laughs> Painted? No, it's it's like uh, it's like twelve, painted. isn't it? No, no, because no, you don't do real giants. You do like bone grinders and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you do the high point giants. Like you you want to win like a game, right? No, like, no, 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 no. You do the orcs and goblins. No, giant, plus the bone grinder. The, the bone grinder has like vomit attacks, so it's way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and it can stop everything. Yep. Right. Except it's uh, uh, so Ricky came up with a really cool idea for comp. Yes. So so the man who hates comp. Uh, <laughs> This is dream comp, by the way. I actually dreamed this and then dreamt it. Dreamt, yeah, dreamt it. Woke heard. up in the middle of the night. I was like, "Huh." I hope I remember this in the morning, and then I did. So okay, <laughs> okay. So the the idea here is um, seeing Ricky's busy scrape, and I will explain the comp. Yeah, I don't remember what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dream, man. <laughs> yeah, it was all a dream. I don't understand comp even when I write it. So <laughs> go ahead. So the idea here is that. Um, if you're taking an unbound army of some kind, that there is a, a penalty to the um, the twenty o result that you get, uh, or the you know, uh, yeah, post battle. This this whole the whole comp is prefaced on using the twenty nil system yep. in your tournament. Yep. If you're doing win list lose draw, or even like the the five point spread that or five level spread that they were doing at um, Black Sheep Brawl. It wouldn't work. No. But with the 20 nil, it works. Yep. So. Yep. So the idea here being that, that you have a penalty um, or, or a bonus, depending how you look at it, um, that is added to your opponent's score and, and subtracted from uh, your score at the end of the at the end of the game. So um, to give an example, if you are if you are taking less than 25% core, um, you, your penalty is minus three or plus three to your opponent. So if you win 20 nil and you have less than 25% core, um, their score is going to be three and yours is going to be 17 at the end of the, at the, end mm -hmm. of the game. Yep. Um, 
So um, there's only eight categories. So um, if you take an unbound legion, it's plus and minus five. Um, The core I just said was three. Um, Greater than 50% lords is uh, plus and minus four. Um, Plus and minus three for greater than 50% heroes. Plus and minus two for... 50% 50% greater than 50% special and plus or minus five for greater than 25% rare. And then, it's also um, cumulative. Y- yes, yeah. it's all cumulative. Yeah. And, uh, if you take greater than three duplicates in special, um, it's plus or minus one each or plus or minus two each. If it shoots or, uh, or if it shoots like a war machine, uh, or it's a flyer. Yeah. Now and, there, there is one aspect of unbound, which I did not handicap. And I'm not... Should I point it out to you guys? I'm sure you guys have seen it. Took me a whole day to break this. So. <laughs> but general? No. Go ahead and point it out. What? I'm not changing the list. So. Well, <laughs> I'm not taking them down. So. Unlimited BSBs. Oh. Somebody can show up at Sparkle Party right now with unlimited That's BSBs. And it's... It, it you is you get for my army. Sure. Per BSB. Yeah. <laughs> like my static is 47. <laughs> <laughs> Got really good. You must allocate each attack individually forever, and yep. you get nothing. Yep. Grats. So, That's that every dead one gives your opponent. I, I don't. I doubt. I doubt. <laughs> like I said, I doubt it's going to happen. But um, I feel like I. I think it's great. I think BSBs are usually either they're the dwarf one, which is hard to kill, or they're a warrior one that has just a, a naked flag but is tooled up on with yeah. you know they're, they're either really tough or you need that banner yeah like the, they're the, the one or the other right and so so in my mind having more of them you're probably going to actually be taking the magic standards which is just fun yeah, yeah. actually no, I think about taking multiple demonic mount warrior bsps is pretty good yeah yeah i mean there's but a two lot. two you probably wouldn't want to take three or I four would. No, because it becomes harder to give them the yeah. a good build. You just run out of gear. You run out of gear. Effective. Because so, you also still need your lord to have the gear. Because warriors are predicated you on... You can run a demon blitz. They don't use the same gear. I've solved for it. And to finish the comp real quick, um, <laughs> greater than two duplicates of rare, um, plus and minus two each, or plus and minus three if it's a uh, war machine or flyer. So. so, real quick, the cool thing about this is if you... Are the if you are trying to win, if you're trying to be competitive, these penalties should be harsh enough that it never makes yeah, sense you're not, for you're you not to take them down. Like never. because well, losing not, losing three points, it doesn't matter who. Like, especially your last game is a six spread. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, which means well, none of the three of us are taking unbound, right? right. And I would say that we're yeah. three three of the most competitive players. Yeah, you are. You can shake your head all you want, Riley, but you're a competitive. Nah. So if you're not trying to win, you get to take what you want, and meaning like the, the the players who are frustrated by clump because what do you mean you won't let me take my all black guard army? Well, you can. You yeah, absolutely can. If, if you're honestly not trying to you know game it, if you're wanting to run it because that's what you want to do, go for it. So it's great. Take your all slayer army because yep, no one cares. Actually, it's only going to be minus three. Because well, it depends on how much you throw them because they're special. So you could end up breaking your special, but yeah. it's so easy if to you have, have character. Well, so and dwarves are expe- yeah. like twelve points a model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three yeah. units. Be fine. 
I think it's a great idea because I think that the, there's two people who don't like comp. There's the, the person who doesn't like comp because they want to bring something really broken. And, then and the I don't really player. mind that. I don't really mind that person being sad. Um, and then there's the people who don't like comp because, hey, I want to take what I want to take. Why are you restricting the thing I want to take? It's not that good. Yeah. And this That's allows those camp. people to do whatever they want. And it allows the people who want to play a more competitive game to still feel like they're playing in kind of a balanced environment. Yeah. yeah and I mean, so you get tabled by this filthy, disgusting, unbroken army. Rebound. At the end of it, you're like, it, uh, uh, it, yeah, you just don't care. Because you're like, oh, I'm still getting 20 points out of this. I yeah. mean, you could kill me, but I'm going to try and kill you. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, it, it really just doesn't allow for so many tools. Because of the the amount of negatives that go into it, right? Yeah. It just doesn't allow you to have the tools. To, like, if you're a negative three, right? I think Anthony's is about the toughest list that's going to be hit with a negative three. Yeah. Because demons mm -hmm. don't care about their core. And so. so when I say balanced environment, I meant theoretically, like, if you applied that to, like, other stuff, like end time stuff, but currently you could still take the gash without comp, so I shouldn't say that. Well, well Nagash yeah, isn't the the worth anything. Yeah, and the thing is, <laughs> is I had... He's actually oh, a plus six. I thought this up. I thought this up. <laughs> After I had already said legions are allowed, I think you any comp. You said that today, right? Where you wished you had thought of it earlier. Yeah, so you yeah. the scrolls and all that, like yeah. an emperor carmine dragon. Yeah, Matt. I'm not doing Matt. that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I haven't thought about Matt Beasley. And that's the thing. Like, uh, so for Sparkle Party Seven, I might actually do that. Where like you can take all the fun toys that you want to throw on the table. There's just going to be those handicaps applied rather than because here's what happens when people just say, oh. Um, like comp systems that say beastmen get an extra 200 points Yeah. when you still lose it doesn't mean anything right? your 200 points you're still going to lose even with those 200 points and those 200 points mean nothing in the whole tournament Well, and, and it helps the people like uh, some, some countrymen from a you know, northern country, mm -hmm. uh, come down and go end times, like, if you had comped it, right, which, it, you know, it didn't get hit this time, but mm -hmm. if you had done it and been like, well, yeah, if you want to play host of the, you know, Eternity King, you're a minus additional, like, a mm -hmm. five, right? So, you know, if you're, if you think that the end times is truly broken, understand that if you play against it, you get a bunch of points, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's really, it's more, I, I think it's, if you comp these things out of game, if they are broken, um, and you cop them out of game, the people who are coming that really are your are the people the that you're worried about being competitive, <clears throat> the people that you're worried about taking broken stuff, aren't going to because it's not optimal for them to do that. Sure. It also it also doesn't you make a good point, comped out of game. It doesn't comp anything out of the game. Like Swedish, like uh, we were looking through the OCC comp, right? Yeah, you can't right negative one hundred and seventy-five for Malekith, and you're like, all right, I I'm not even sure I can physically write a list that's above an eight. Yeah, exactly. Right? But this is if you want to bring it and get a zero, bring it. Go. Yeah. yeah, and you're you get to play what you want to play. Your opponent gets an interesting challenge, but it doesn't affect their tournament overall. Yeah. So that was the goal. And I, I thought it was pretty... Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but you yeah. know, on paper it seems cool. Yeah, I don't... Like I said, I don't think it's going to come up. I think Anthony's the only person that I've heard of that's going to be unbound. Oh, and he's using using it to drop the core on demons, which and is And take great. another bloodthirster. Yeah. Well, he is, he is using it to make the list better, but it's not yeah. hugely better. Like, yeah. It's not enough better to make up for the damage. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'd rather have, a, I'd have, have three points. And he's have still going to have bad matchups, yeah. for sure. Right. And, and so... We call those cannons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, yeah, I'm curious, like, um, after this event, I want to sit down, 
and of course ninth is coming out at the end of the month so who cares but excuse me and, and kind of to assign um that same kind of handicap Value to legions because yeah. some of them i think are or and even some of the um formations too like because i i love it if people play That's formations but um can can you even play them at twenty five hundred points? Yeah. These guys, you guys are saying there's metal. only a few that are. Strong metal is perfectly doable. Is it okay? Yeah, it's the shootiest gun line I've ever gun lined, but it's yeah, doable. yeah, yeah. So that one, like that one, might be like a minus five, you know. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Cool. Oh. So just um, so we since we talked about the OCC comp, so just as a like, he's uh, they're doing a good amount of work there, and and. We spent so much time talking about Black Sheep Brawl. It's cool to see the end times comp values for OFCC get informed by the results of uh, the feedback term. from Black Sheep Brawl. Well, yeah. that's how Swedish works, right? Right, and yeah. it's cool to see that process being applied to this subset. Yeah, yeah. I agree. they really are putting work into that. Yeah, yeah. no, he's uh, John's doing a great job with that. I think. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of pressure though to to comp some of the big special characters a little too much. I mean, yeah. I had that discussion with him about Carl Franz, and I was like, there is yeah. no way on earth he's worth the same as Malgith. He's not a yeah. level 5 wizard. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that there's a there's a reason, there's an incentive to overcomp things like that for two reasons that are legitimate, and the first is the big special characters may not be overpowered overall, but have a higher probability of being things where some RPS. armies just can't deal with it. Yeah, it makes right? You just don't yeah. have an answer. And then the other thing is, if it's OCC, right, then to some degree it's okay to comp the perception of unfun. Like, we were talking about Alarial, and I was like, I don't think she's that good, but she's not fun to play against. Yeah. We're going to prove that wrong. Yeah, the, the other part of it, though, is, mm -hmm. I mean, the OFC, this, this compact is being written for, for the team, challenge yeah and the it's not like etc where the team uh <laughs> oh ricky just ricky finished the last template this <laughs> whole podcast he's trying, trying to hold that grunt <laughs> <laughs> you want a cigarette um, <laughs> 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 sorry the the compact has been written for the team challenge and the the way that the team um allocates the matchups is purely based on what's going to make a fun game right it's not it's not anything competitive it's not oh i'm gonna look at your army list well, that, and, historically that's what it was yeah and that's this i mean that's, year he want he wants to make it matchups are made um like to each team plays you know, eight, a swiss eight, nine yeah, nine yeah plays a swiss style so in the past it was like your first three rounds were challenges and then you played it's a. It was a club challenge. Yeah. It just didn't. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. We can talk about OFCC for. Yeah. yeah. But so now, now he actually is making it, that. trying to yeah. make it more a little more competitive and a, feel a little bit more like, yeah, the winner, the winner of this is actually somebody who is good at the game, <laughs> and that's that's what the difference is this year, and I think, um, that's why there's been the push to have a comp that isn't so subjective. Uh, yeah. I mean, a third party comp is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the tricky part. Um, anyway, back to Sparkle Party. You want to talk about your your bet winning list, Matt? Oh yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is just the winning list. I won a bet for this. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm taking um, let's see a block of thirty eight longbeards uh, with great weapons and shields because that's how they model. <laughs> and uh, I I got it up to twenty three hammers. 
Nice. Keep going up on hammers. Um, and then like a lord and a BSB and a, a ruin smith or Ru ruin. Ruin Priest is so, what it's called. Uh, <laughs> Aluminium. Aluminium, yeah. Uh, two gyrocopters. You do actually spell it with an I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ruin is a different too, word. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, and I'm taking, to for that extra 800 points, it would normally be War Machines, a Emperor Venom Dragon, which is like the green dragon, so it's a level 4 life caster. Because I was like, I'm willing to give up all my shooting because I don't really. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine for dwarves. Getting a wizard in there is. But I like magic. Magic's fun. I don't want to play a tournament without Right, magic. exactly. That would be boring. Playing one phase because you can't move. <laughs> right, so, so secret, can't like shoot. surprising <laughs> secret. All the dwarves have vanguard, so it's flyers and dwarves with vanguard, and it's really fairly aggressive. Um, but there's no shooting. I gave Matt so. a side bet on it. Which is if he models his Emperor Venom Dragon on a twenty millimeter base, uh, <laughs> I will get a beer bought for me. Yeah, I will buy him a beer. That'd be pretty awesome if you could make it happen. Oh, you could, oh. but uh, no, it's gonna it's gonna be really good. It's gonna All be some right, of my best painting. <laughs> that hammer unit, man, I put a lot of work into that. There's some yeah, free handling yeah. banners, and my oh, opponents will see that hammer unit. They'll be like, "Matt, your painting skills have gone way up." Good job. Good job. Bud. I'm not just gonna be like you didn't smash this army, so like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about uh, what are you bringing, Riley? Have you have you decided on your list yet? Well, I, you know, I've got a lot of lists. Right? Uh, the one that yeah, I've the one the on. one today that I wrote on the way here uh, is uh, I'm gonna run Malekith no matter what uh, because whatever. And on a this, fifty mil base. On a fifty mil base, Ricky just said I had to. So. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the base he comes on, man. So I've got a uh, I've got a Malekith, but he's the Phoenix King, not the Eternity King, because um, I just wanted a few more. Points. Champions play Phoenix King. Well, so yeah, I really <laughs> want to play Eternity King, but I I don't like the idea of flying Malekith around and going like I have one trick, which yeah. is Malekith, and it, I can't heal him, I can't do anything. If he dies, I you know I've got nothing. Yep. So I've got him uh, Alariel to back him up because you know the cuckold king and his. His wifey, his waifu, is pretty cool. Uh, I've got a BSB with the Banner of the Will Dragon sitting in a unit of 25 Blackguard, I want to say, uh, who, you know, with the Lariel in there too, natively have a 5 plus ward now. Do you, did you manage to get Bird Bowl in there somewhere? I, so I almost, sent you a, I almost sent you a message of, can I bring Bird Bowl in this elf list? Bird Bowl <laughs> needs to be in all, yeah. What is going on, Bird Bowl? You need to write a fanfic scroll. Oh, yeah. So buy a Bird Bowl. I've, I've written a lot of fanfic about it, but it's not appropriate for the podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's that, and then the core is uh, just some Glade Guard, and uh, I actually... Think I'm bringing Glade Riders because Dark Riders are not allowed in uh, in Phoenix King and two Bulldogs because I'm no fool. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, actually, my Swedish Dark Elf list right now has no Bulldogs. I actually, uh, it's fun to play them because I've played Dark Elves for uh, over ten years now, and uh, I hate bolt throwers because they were 100 points and I never thought it was worth it. Ever. They were worth it 100 points. Right. And at 70, like, I'm finally going like, oh, bolt throwers. I can use this. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. So, Riley is learning Dark Elf. I'm not learning Dark Elf. You're not a Dark Elf. <laughs> disgust me. Uh, bolt throwers are, are crutches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the wood elf in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Speaking of what else, I'm bringing in, uh, I think, all Glade Guard Core. I, I'm just getting lazy now. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I'm just taking two big units of Glade Guard, all firing poison arrows. And it's like, okay, I might have to deal with Malekith or something like that. So I mean, they do deal with Malekith pretty... Well, not too bad. Yeah. If I get a couple of rounds of shooting, I might be able to take Gets him down. Gets that four plus, and that's it. Yep. Um, Zero magical attacks. Zero? Matt, Matt and I are playing round one. Zero magical attacks. Your dragon doesn't have magical attacks. All right, right. Oh, we're doing so... a challenge. We, we get challenge rounds Ooh, in this round. Yeah, Find your challenge. I have zero magical attacks. Oh. <laughs> You're grudging? Yeah, I'm grudging. I don't have a grudge against you. <laughs> you don't have a grudge against me? No. It's the battle of the pants, man. I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally okay with what so, you did that night. So, man, you oh, oh, I win no matter what. Yeah. You do realize that the only reason you won BSB is because you lost your pants. It's like some kind of good luck thing. Yeah, it's like so, good luck charm. But so at me. the end of day one, you have to just take your pants off and hand them to Riley. Except so if you haven't signed up for Sparkle Party, you'd like to see me without pants. Yeah. If we pass four... 40 people the next 12 hours. We're taking Matt's pants. <laughs> okay. So I'm pretty sure that Matt's pants would go in my rare section. Yeah. Um, anyway. They're getting common though. <laughs> um, so what else? It's basically the same same sort of list that I took to BSB. The difference is um, I'm taking a level 4 on Beasts instead of a level 4 on Shadow. I'm going old, old school what else? Life and Beasts. Um why am I doing that? I find Shadow really boring. Um, mm. I, I mean, it. I know it's powerful. I know it does good things. But I'm so bored playing Shadow. I want to Aren't do fun stuff. Aren't you also bringing Incarnate Beast? I'm bringing an Incarnate Elemental of Beast yeah. as well. It's nice and fluffy. And a Frost Heart Phoenix because I painted a nice one. Um, and, uh, yep, those are both bound with scrolls. And uh, I got my Tree Can in there, my Wild Riders, my War Dancers. And that's it. Is your Lord... Uh, you're running B, so you're still running the Tree Man. The Tree Man, the Tree Man Ancient yeah. is my uh, level four in life. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the Tree Man Ancient is is <clears throat> dies really easily to yeah, a lot of things. If you had the things. attack characteristic of a normal Tree Man, I think he'd be fine. Oh, he'd be great, but they didn't do that. All right, he'd be better anyway. I mean, it's not like he well, wouldn't be great, right? He'd That's be the better. Point. Yeah. Um, all Tree Men should be like Durthu. That would be <laughs> that would be better. Anyway, oh, don't get me started about Tree Man. I've already ranted about that on the podcast at least <laughs> twice. Um, so that, that's my army. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Anthony's army. I want to see those bloodthirsters. Blood yeah. yeah, he bought two Exalteds, right? Yeah. Or whatever they are. Whatever they are, yeah. Uh, Slaughter. The different versions of bloodthirsters. Um, and I think, what are we up about? Like 27 people now? 28? 27 registered? minus me. Uh, let me check. <laughs> I can check. I think it is 27. Cool. Minus, really. I continue in my long-held tradition of nope. never signing out. Nope, we're up to 28. Oh, Ooh. look at that. Only 11 more people for is, no pants, Matt. Is Garrett more people. on that list? 12 hours. I don't know. Let's see. Are did you inviting Garrett, them to the, to the pants party? <laughs> there a party in your No, place? there is no Garrett a on sparkle the list. Party? A sparkle party? <laughs> so Garrett is trying to get a babysitter for Saturday. And he so, really wants to go. Yeah, I does. talked to him last night about yeah. it. So, um, well, that would be great because if there's not a number, I mean, Riley can't play because he hasn't paid yet. Oh, I know. <laughs> I pay in different ways. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll I, pay. I prepay. He'll... <laughs> <laughs> I'll charge him pants. Your pants. You don't want my pants off. 
No, no, not yours. Oh, his pants. <laughs> his pants. All right, I can get you Matt's pants. Can you give me Matt's pants? Get you Matt's pants. All right. <laughs> Old fashioned oh, grease re- wrestle match. <laughs> yeah. In the parking lot. Let's go. Ta- table one. We're not going to play. We're just going to wrestle in the parking lot. I love that Andy's face is like slightly, slowly moving toward the uncomfortable. Thing. No, no, no. I don't know if this is okay. Oh no, I feel about it. I'm fine with it. It's just the visuals. Are kind of disturbing, <laughs> you know. We're both, both very attractive men. That's what he's uh, having trouble, like, you know, dealing with that. It's true. I'm trying to keep, you know, uh, low pulse. Yeah, trying to keep your pants on. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, anyway. We, have, we could easily have 30 people here. That'd be cool. great. That'd be great. That'd be the second best sparkle party, right? Yeah, I think uh, four, four, four was the highest, right? We had, like, close to 40. Yep, because everybody wanted to qualify for Masters. Yeah. Except for the three people I brought who didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Northwest Masters qualified. Yep. Uh, yes, it yeah. is. Uh, well, they all are these days. Um, so, actually, we should talk about that really briefly. Um, so, the um, the Masters uh, reps um, change every two years, and we're supposed to vote ahead of time. I think we're the only region organized enough to actually have done that. Um, half of the rest of the <clears throat> regions, all of their uh, regional reps, key. just um, uh, resigned um because they've hit their two-year mark and um they were done and uh so so i'm going to stay the chairman for the rest of this year and dale on the chump power podcast is the is the um sidekick advisor whatever you want to call him um and then for next year um matt was the only person who was interested in running for the advisor so by default got uh, voted in i'm uh, sorry for the uh, chairman and then for the advisor, we had Nate that we were just talking about um, and Ricky both running for it. And uh, I can I can happily announce that Ricky got voted in. Yay! Yay! Oh. Yay. Um, <laughs> so um, it'll be it'll be Matt and Ricky. It'll be the Matt and Ricky show for 2016 oh, and 17. I'll be, I'll be his yin. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be no living yeah. with him now. Well, you know, at least um, Matt will have somebody whispering in his ear about no comp, no comp. <laughs> comp is for the weak. It's a it's, it's a good mix. I want to see this odd couple like it's a very Warhammer discussion. Yeah. <laughs> you should comp everything. Yeah. Food painting is useless. You get zero points. <laughs> painting is everything. <laughs> comp is for the weak. Uh, Ricky's team name at Black Sheep Brawl was I'd Rather Be Painting. Yeah, the rest of us were all dimensional cascades. Ricky's <laughs> off like on his own. <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone asking us, Ricky, do you want to fix that so you don't get paired during one? Nope. 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 This is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel in my heart of hearts. Nothing <laughs> personal, guys. I'd rather be painting. I mean, I did paint at the tournament, so who's the top dog now? That's oh, true. That's true. That's true. I yep. still won, though. I happen to have four pots of greenish paint, which very handily lent itself to ethereal. It was it was a beautiful job. You were like you were basically finger painting too. You were covered in it. Oh yeah. It well, you so hold them funny. right, like in a clump, and then just run the brush You're across just your hand. Pouring it across. Yeah, because yeah. a painting tips episode recently. I, I did not watch. I do want you to know that well, I am a commissioned painter available for. <laughs> I've got four spare pots of green, and you, yeah. your stuff will look awesome. Hey, I won a painting thing at that. <laughs> yes, you did? For your blimp? Yeah, for my blimp. That yeah. matched my uh, Chaos Army pretty it, well. I yeah, know. that dwarfen blimp. It was all part of the new legion. The Grand Grand Legion, the, grand the dwarves <laughs> joined Chaos. Ah, okay. You could even call them 
Chaos Force. No, you can't. That's a fanfic. Chris Pellet's a fanfic. Tom's not here to defend his honor. The Hobby Horse! I did say that we would talk about uh, your guys' hobby before we wrap up. Um, so let's let's do that and and then let's wrap up because it's getting late and I'm getting tired and we have to go to I have to go to work tomorrow. I don't know about you slackers, but um six thirty. In the morning. Yeah, but you work from home, so you can still be in your jammies. That is when I am planning to go to bed. Six thirty? Yeah. Because you're painting all night? Nah. <laughs> just does. I'm just, just a little, you know, backed up with that painting skill. Go home and fight the shakes. Yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, see, I've actually only been playing Warhammer Fantasy about two years. I, I like had a few models beforehand, but I started um, at the beginning of 2013. Um, and uh, that's right. Prior to that, you were a Magic player. Yeah, I play a lot of games, but I play. I did play a lot of Magic. Um, but um, I have a. I play Warriors and Dark Elves and. Uh, those are really the main two, and and more more dark elves than anything else. Um, I thought you played demons. I have demons. I played them like when you guys first met me, but that like literally, I think you've witnessed every game with demons I've ever played. Okay. Okay. I got them right before I came across to do something different for Swedish, and then it bombed. So I probably won't use that much. Jimmy and Timmy. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, so hobby wise, um, I, I really, uh, I don't know. Um, I've, did you paint that demon's army? Yeah. Okay. I, I, it was, he modeled it, but I painted it and you can tell it's actually a lot like my warrior's army. It's a lot of, it's a lot of blues and reds and a lot of, um, tried to be impactful colors. Um, so I've actually painted my Warriors Army twice over, um, and what I've learned as I've been painting over the last couple of years is like, when you start painting, you blackwash everything because it hides um, errors and it, everything looks decent because it's you know got some depth and it's not particularly error prone. And so I've tried to go brighter and brighter as I paint things over uh, the last couple of years. And so um, if you look at like some of the newer stuff in my Dark Elf Army, um, which I kind of go back and forth between Warriors and Dark Elves. Um, it's pretty bright, and then the Demons, which I just painted up, literally like at the end of last year for a couple tournaments, are are very bright. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I really have painted three armies in the last two years, which when good. I say that, that going. That's feels a like a lot. That is a lot, yeah. Um, I've painted, but, I've painted one army in the last two years, so <laughs> it's always to <laughs> get ready for a tournament. Though it's <laughs> yeah. always to a deadline, yeah. and I'm but, finally at the point where I don't have to do that, and it feels really good to just like paint a model when you feel like it, rather than to paint to get units ready for a deadline. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, or the other side of the coin. I think. Yeah, at least I am. I am too. What I like I painting new stuff. Yeah, stuff. yeah, me too. Well, I, Ricky has a mustache. I don't really know how to talk about like mm. past hobby. My current hobby is I oh, uh, black sheep. Um, I got a gyrocopter um, mm. for for um, a prize. 
for a prize. And, and a Sig Vault? Hmm? And did, a Sig Vault, did, yeah. Did you get the Sig Vault? I got multiple Sig Vaults. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's the best way. <laughs> and so I painted the, the gyrocopter like a World War One fighter plane, and I, because I kind of want to fight that anyway, um, and I pre-had a little black sheep on the side. So nice. that's, that's my black sheep gyrocopter. Uh, didn't you fail at putting the gyrocopter together? Oh, terribly. <laughs> <laughs> really, really badly in like sad ways. Like, like he's the, getting the painting down, but the building is still... Oh, man. Still kind of following the structure. I played Legos for years as a kid, and somehow all that disappeared because I like was trying to put together the little like the helicopter blades, and there's like two the tiers of them, the rotors, and, yeah. and they're... I didn't realize when I was starting to glue them together that they're actually purposely at odd angles. Like, they're not... Right, they're key. Yeah, so I didn't do that right. Mm. Anyway, there are less tiers of helicopter blade <laughs> than would normally be on any Games Workshop helicopter. So I want you to know that, Ricky, I get conversion points for that. Okay, so... Sorry. All right, keep dreaming. <laughs> Just vote yourself up, Mr. Lightning. There you go. Uh, pro tips from Riley, who is now going to tell us all about his hobby, history, and recent projects. All right. Um, I started painting miniatures about 16 years ago. I thought you were only like 18. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not 18. Baby face. I'm 28. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, but I definitely started young. I had a, I had a friend who was into it's basically like a Flames of War thing, like way back then. So it was, you know, small... Uh, what is that, like 12 mil, 15 mil tanks, stuff like mm. that. And I remember distinctly painting with uh, literal, um, what are they? Testors? Toothpicks. Oh. Nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I've come a long way. Now I use toothpicks to build the models yeah. instead. <laughs> uh, for fantasy, I've been playing since 6 ed, so around 11 years now. And maybe a little more, but oh, 11 to 12. Yeah. And uh, I've owned... Basically every army out there, uh, except for Bretonians. I never liked them. Um, but uh, yeah, so every Sparkle Party, I try to paint a new army. So what you're saying is it's your fault that they're now wiped out. It's because you never liked them. If you'd loved the Bretonians, if I had loved them, yeah, they'd still be around. I've got the I've got you the end. Like Jervis and I French are Canadian just history. close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's my French Canadian history. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like it got too real, really. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I've tried to. I'm I'm definitely the opposite of Matt. I don't I don't like to freeform paint. I paint at deadlines. Uh, so I have painted shoot like four armies in the past year and a half just because Because Sparkle Party. Because Sparkle Party, yeah, you gotta get a new army every time. In fact I was painting another one for a tournament called Victory or Death, but uh, I, I don't I don't have the time for that or the interest ain't nobody got time for that yeah i did well i decided at the end of tw 2014 that i wasn't going to paint any more fantasy armies because it's basically all i did in 2014 mm -hmm. uh so in 2015 i'm not super interested in doing that so i'm not going to um for this sparkle party i've just painted up i've had a high elf dragon like the new plastic kit since it came out yeah. i've never painted it and i remember i was just talking to ricky about it because i uh I, I put it together and realized that i remember when i primed it is the last time I'll ever use Armory Primer because it's so bad. Mm. Uh, one side is uh, basically textured now, and the other <laughs> side is flat. I hate that. Oh, it's I'm so bad. And, and I remember, I, I remember clearly. But I, I just painted it. It's uh, it's interesting, you know, with Matt talking about stuff like using the black wash and all that. Like I definitely come from an age when that was not a thing. Like you yeah. had inks, and you could ruin your model real quick, and otherwise you just slap paint. 
So like I just painted up this uh, this dragon from Malekith using zero washes, nothing. It's just paint on black primer and hope it looks good. Yeah, it was, it's it's interesting, but yeah, that's about that's about it for my hobby. Okay, so current armies that you're mm -hmm. running, um, like like the ones that you you have to hand that you play games with at the moment. What armies have you got? Armies that I play games with are uh, dwarves. Dwarves, demons, dark elves, beastmen, uh, all the legions I can play. Uh, what are they? Tomb kings, dark elves, and what elves are armies I can I can Two play? Two separate dark elf armies. Two separate. They are one is Malkith and one is real. <laughs> well, actually, the other one I like to run Rathian. So, yeah. all right, cool. So. Um, you know, this might be a good time to check in with Brigitte and just see, like, what have you been up? Have you been doing any kind of hobby stuff in the last few months? What was I doing all night? Yeah, but, but like... <laughs> He's painted some very nice dwarves. Uh, yeah, the, I have been working on what I wanted to be kind of a, a surprise army, but turns out nobody's going to allow me to build it ever. So there's really no point in keeping it a secret to surprise people with. Um, it's a pyro list. It's got uh, Bone Ripper and Thankful. Um, so Skaven. Um, so Bone Ripper with Thankful. Um, two packs of Tunneling um, Storm. Uh, Just real quick, like that's, that's the new Bone Ripper and Thankful. Oh yes, Not yes. The yeah, the new one. And uh, two two packs of Tunneling Storm Fiends, both with Warp Fire Throwers. And then um, four, oh, and Bone, Bone Ripper is with the Warp Fire Throwers. So in total, and then uh, four uh, weapons teams, warp fire throwers, you know, some some storm vermin and some clan rats, and then just uh, not a whole lot else. And it's uh, the whole point is to get as many warp fire throwers in the army as possible and just burn people. And uh, <laughs> so I also have one, um, I have one warlock engineer with the ruby ring, and anytime I get any double, I force myself to take scorch. So, so it's all the fire, all, all the, the time. All the fire, yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh, I played it for the first time this last uh, weekend, and oh, it was fun. Who'd you play? I played uh, Michael. Michael. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a fun game. Yeah, uh, hey, Carl Franz passed, uh, <laughs> every time I hit him, he passed his ward save. Hit him four times with the template. Took out his whole unit eventually, but he still lived every time. Because um, it was baby, MR2? It was baby, baby Carl Franz. It was baby Franz, yeah, um, on a horse. Just a four up board, uh, and he passed it every time. Um, and But the list is just like, once they get in on me, I'm toast. And his was a pretty fast Empire list, so he just got in on me, and that's all it took. But um, it's a pretty fun, pretty fun um, army, I think. But the thing that I'm excited about is the, the new models I'm getting to paint the new Skaven. I've been doing some work on Bone Ripper. Very slow work. Um, I think the last time I touched it was about two weeks ago because I have been pretty busy with work and then Sparkle Party when I do have hobby time is kind of what I've been working on. Um, I've also, the last, I think probably the last thing I did before that or kind of during that because I was kind of doing them in tandem was some of the tabletop world stuff. Uh, our big order that me and Jesse did came in and I got one of the buildings painted and then um, I've been washing and priming some of the other ones getting ready to paint them because the first one I did I think the uh, color scheme I, I'm pretty happy with. 
I wanted it to look weathered and I didn't want just gray stone, I wanted a mixed color of stone and things like that. So yeah, it's a little bit of but cool. the tabletop world stuff is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, lastly for me, and then we can wrap it up. Um, I painted a couple of Frost Heart Phoenixes, and I did one of them as a conversion where he's kind of landing on top of an ogre. Um, that was kind of fun to do. Um, and that, that's about it. I'm doing... Um, I'm doing a dozen dryads right now to finish up um, my regiment of renown for Sparkle Party. So I decided to go 25 mil <laughs> regiment of renown. Um, yep. And I've got Dryka as my hero of renown. And I've got an old school metal dryad as my champion. Oh, no. Those <laughs> yeah. things are hideous. Oh, they are. <laughs> but uh, I, I need something to stand out. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll do some kind of weird and wacky conversion for standard and musician. <laughs> yeah. I want to, everybody's, well, I'm going to, I have a score sheet for everybody for their regiment of renown, but I'm, I hope we can go through them all. Yeah. Podcasts. So That'll be exciting. Everybody can talk about Mine it. Mine is going to be hideous. You. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> this is like the one time I have a 0% chance of winning that, uh, so I get a painting award. award. I'm, I'm using a different regiment in game as I am at Treat for the painting award. Because he's playing with Ricky's stuff and he's uh, only so much of a cheater. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and not so many Ricky's regiments for Ricky to paint judge. I think you should just turn them backwards, right? Because he's never played with them, so he doesn't That's know true. what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> and this, this free-handed banner took me at least, I would say, nine hours. How long do you think a banner like that would take? It's very impressive. Which, which one? On the regiment or without? Oh, the reg oh, that one. That one wasn't very long. Oh. You should just say. Well, it took me nine hours. I'm not very. I'm not, I'm not very happy with that one. <laughs> well, it does look like an ice cream scoop. No, no, no. The, no, that's the. Uh, oh, that's the one you like. That, that's the one I. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> upside down ice cream scoop is fine. Right. Yeah, dwarves will knock your it's ice cream to the ground. Yes, they will. <laughs> it's character peaks. But it's, it's a drop of blood because they're the blood guard. Yeah, it's not okay. an ice cream scoop. It's a drop of blood. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> jeez, jeez, dude. <laughs> How many times have you got to explain this to you? No, I love it. I think that's fine. Well, on that uh, ice cream note, um, I think we will wrap it up for today. Um, so thank you very much to Riley and Matt for stepping in instead of uh, Tom and Jesse. Um, I don't know if I'm going to give those guys their job back or not. Okay. Well, you can look her, uh, uh, Matt and me in our new podcast. It's just Matt and Bros. <laughs> Matt and Bros. Yeah. I just record him while he's sleeping and that's the guest star. <laughs> <laughs> Riley and Matt and Matt's pants. Yep. And Matt's pants. <laughs> guest star? <laughs> Actually, everyone's named Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's Matt now. And, uh, uh, if you, um, like the podcast please leave us a review on uh, on itunes that makes it easier for other people to find us uh, we're also on facebook you can um, like us on facebook and we post uh, various bits and bobs related to the hobby on there not too much but um and if you want to follow us on twitter um you can get me at, at cascade podcast ricky is at ricky underscore fisher Are you guys on twitter what is a twitter no i'm not saying i'm twitter tweet. hated like is that yeah oh you tweet at it I tweet yeah. on the twitter yeah. That's what the children So, uh, I, like I think I actually follow you guys on Twitter, but I don't remember my Twitter name. Okay. I, I know mine. It's, it's not appropriate. It's, so. 
it's the, it's the brain second place, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, oh. And you can you can come and join our forum on dimensionalcascade.com. All right, thank you very much. This has been episode 18, and we are out. <laughs>